0: Um seasons greetings, heathens and heretics. Ah, <laughs> you see what I did there. Um <laughs> yeah. Uh welcome to uh in the abyss office Christmas party.
1: Hooray! Hey.
0: <laughs> yeah, wild. Um it's uh it's it's me and the voice of reason at the minute, plus um exclusive, utterly exclusive invites uh, that went out to um about 3,000 people, but unfortunately two turned up. So um bean, part of the furniture as ever. And uh, and and Dave from our, the the best fucking record shop in the country, uh, Black City Records in Bristol, is also with us with a with a gammy hand. Um, <laughs> and uh, Padre of Arabia will be with us in about half an hour, I think, when he comes in from the desert. So um, even in all a Merry Christmas and all that, Merry Christmas, you filthy animals! Merry I was,
2: Christmas.
0: Now, now I don't have a gun way, way. Or, or something. <sighs> um, so what, look, the object tonight is uh, is trying to squeeze in an entire year's worth of metal uh, and go through our uh, our top eleven because obviously you can't do a top ten. Um, we haven't got time to do a top twenty, so uh, let's uh, let's let's do the sensible thing and go for a top eleven. But we'll uh, we'll we'll drop all that in throughout the episode. We will look back on you know some of our favourite gigs and um, you know some of the sort of. Remember all the memorable things from the year, and some great riffs, and you know, a few tits and a few bell ends, and and whatever else kind of you know comes along the way. So uh, I think that first and foremost, it's been a pretty, it's been a pretty fucking good year if you're a metal fan, isn't it? I think
2: there's no
1: doubt about that. that. Oh, absolutely! drink to that,
2: yeah, absolutely. Riffs all the way down through the top forty. Yeah,
0: It has been mad. I mean, I know, I know. In particular, this year we've had. You know, there seems to be a lot of access to new releases every single week this year. We all know with what with the K-Man feed on Twitter and all this kind of stuff. But even so, it's just even those established bands that we already knew about, those that have released albums this year have just upped their game. So many of them. So I, you know, we can't fucking complain, really.
1: I think it's a really good point. I mean, I thought I thought like last year was a good year for metal and it's just like that momentum has carried through into this year but I think on that point what's really significant is the bands that are coming out with stuff um you know relatively recent and new bands that have just really upped their game you know I'm thinking about bands like Celestial Sanctuary, Green Lung, you know and we, I know we're going to talk about them through the episode but they're all coming out with stuff that is just leaps and bounds ahead of uh well not necessarily ahead of what they've been doing before the quality has always been there but bloody hell, you know, some of their yeah. best materials come out.
3: Yeah, I think I think we're starting to see a bit of a sort of a new wave of bands, really. And like you say, it's, it's those ones that have been around for a few years and um, and the, now they're just putting out these completely epic records. And, and yeah. a lot of them have come out this year. Yeah, yeah. it's do we, fucking mad.
2: Do, we, do we think that COVID is a factor, considering people are stuck indoors and people maybe writing music or trying things out? And of course, then you've got the urge to get out there properly and do things and you got that sort of re- rebirth and you know, it it
0: feels a bit like that yeah because it's yeah. it's always feels like this has been the first full year where everything is completely back to normal yeah there's plenty this year festivals are back in full swing you know so everyone, it's almost like everyone's been sort of unleashed and i think there's there's probably been quite a lot of albums that have been released this year that were all been written and recorded or at least demoed through covid so yeah. it's, it's like, yeah, everything has just been unleashed. So be interesting to see what happens in 2024, 2025, if the standard <laughs> does, continues. Do does know? it mean
1: it's all going to drop off next <laughs> year? <laughs> <it's> <laughs> going to go to shit. We're going to we'll have the Dregs and the B-sides next, year. Sides next year.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: but, um, year. But yeah, look, it, it's been a great year. We'll start off talking about, about gigs and shows and things, really. And uh, before we do anything across the year, um, last Saturday we held our first little shindig. In, uh, in Radio City Social in Chelmsford in Essex and um, uh, first and foremost it was a fucking great night um, massive thanks to the venue for putting it on in the first place taking a bit of a punt because while it is kind of a, a rock and metal themed sort of pub it's not strictly that and this was you know we did it as free tickets free show but oh, we had a great turnout and the three bands that played Celestial Sanctuary headlined it um, and we had Allfather and Beyond Grace came all the way down from Nottingham and the main thing is to thank all three bands for doing it. It was uh, they all turned up and they all just absolutely fucking smashed the granny out of it. And all in all, it was a great night. We had loads of really good feedback from locals and people who came from far away. Um big thanks to to our mate Nigel, who came down from Bristol. Um to the two loons who came all the way down from Birmingham. Um, your pair of legends, absolutely love you. Yeah, Can uh, I, And
2: also just yeah. remind you, get an oyster card.
0: <laughs> yeah save your fortune um but yeah look it was it was a great night we we are planning to do it again we're going to do more shows there as, as many as we possibly can so uh yeah watch this space and look who knows who knows the uh the, the venue's got plans to sort of expand as well and you know who knows where it could go but we will be doing more but for those who did come on saturday night um thanks for coming and uh and we'll look forward to the next one
2: we also have to sort of give kudos to Celestial Sanctuary for their um, meandering stream of beer, They're six point 6.66%. Yeah, that's a fucking, that's was, an animal,
0: that stuff is. It was
2: potent. I mean, I, yeah. I struggle with it, but then, I, you know, I'm not the big drinker these days. But yeah, if you like a strong beer and whatnot, I, I recommend giving that a go.
0: Yeah, I think I made the mistake of, of trying that too late on. I should have had a pint early doors, but mm. it? it
1: might have been a yeah. bit more realistic. Yeah.
0: But yeah, that's that's <laughs> a heavy going one, that. I don't, have either of you two tried
1: it? Uh, this is no i'm almost scared to now with uh <laughs> that, that account you just gave there
0: it's um citrusy but very uh like ipa and it's, it, it's blood, just,
2: blood orange isn't it i think yeah
0: and it is like blood orange so it's yeah yeah
1: i uh, see what they've gone and done there ah,
0: it. Yeah, did you say 6.66 percent
1: 6.66 percent yeah so, i mean yeah. i don't know
2: i don't know how they get it measured that accurately quite frankly i'm i'm, I'm well look, I I don't I don't think
0: I, I don't think we need to get trading standards involved here I think they'll um, I think it'll it'll carry off and be fine It's the so, um,
1: beverage of the beast
0: yeah basically but uh, it was a great night thanks to everybody who was involved and um yeah let's let's uh, do it again in a couple of months um right gigs of the year then so who's going to uh, chime in with a couple of humdingers then that you uh, can remember from the last 12 months
3: um the bands that, do you know what? it's it's I went to Health, I'm lucky enough that I went to Health Fest this year. And I'm kind of at that age now where I've kind of seen most people that I would like to.
0: Yeah. I was
3: there was a, There was a lot of ticking off of the list, you know, bands that I should have seen, bands that I probably should see. And I went along and I watched this band and I thought, I'm just going to do two songs by them just to say that I've seen them. And it's probably one of the best sets that I've seen this year, and in a long time. It surprised the fuck out of me, and it was Def Leppard. Yeah, Ooh. there you go. Right. They were absolutely outstanding. So and they, I'm going to think they'd kick your ass. You, you stayed for um, you stayed for longer than the two songs. Then they, they yeah. held they held. They, you okay. they were absolutely fantastic. The Whole set was absolutely brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Um yeah. And then going on from Hellfest as well, um, Pantera. I know there's a lot of a lot of talk about, you know, the the um the rejigged lineup or the tribute act or whatever you want to call it, but um they were um I I'd, I'd never saw Pantera back in the old days, sadly. Um so it was nice to see see those songs actually being played. I thought they were really, really good. Charlie and Zach are perfect perfect replacements to put in there or or um you know subs to get in there and um yeah it was great
0: what was um what was anselmo's vocal performance like i've I've, I've just seen mobile phone footage of that nothing much
3: just perfect to be honest i mean he's a lot deeper than he was you know only singing something like um you know, cemetery gates or something, you know, he can't obviously hit those those notes, but he's, he's, I think he's got a great voice and, um, you know, regardless of what you think about him, he's, he's, he's a hell of a front man, you yeah. know, he, he just turns it out every single time. There you go, straight
0: away. That's the old guard then that have, uh, that have impressed you this year. Yeah.
3: yeah I think was- that's one of the, the
1: real successes of, well, like, there was a lot of naysayers and I think they have come out there and just, and just largely silenced the critics. You know, all the footage I've seen has been good. I think Charlie Benante in particular, I think has done such a fucking good job, um, you know, sitting in that drum uh, on the drum throne and, and playing those parts. It sounds incredible. Um, I've been, I, I, you know, from the off, I was excited by the idea of it and everything I've seen, I've I've, I've thought sounded brilliant and I'm just hoping um that maybe next year or the year after i know they're doing download here but i just would love to see a uk tour uh i'll be there like a shot
3: yeah they were great they were really really good i, I was um it's kind of one of those gigs that i was prepared to be disappointed at um but wasn't whatsoever they, they were fantastic
0: that's such a metal fan thing and you go into it thinking right I, I want to be able to complain about this and moan about it but it's not pantera it's fucking it's, it's a tribute act and rah 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 and you Come away, almost disappointed that you've enjoyed it. It
1: was bloody brilliant. It's fucking awful. I fucking, I fucking hate it. Fucking, fucking awful. I enjoyed it so much. <laughs> um, I, I just want to chip in on the on the uh, on the Def Leppard thing because um, one one of my highlights was the Dogs of War oh, at the yeah. underworld yeah. which of course yeah. wasn't the Dogs of War. It was Motley Crue. Wait, what was it? <laughs> ah ah, stop the press. Uh, yeah, so um. You Know while while Def Leppard and Motley crew were, were touring around doing a stadium tour, in amongst it, um, a London date was announced by uh, sort of nudge nudge wink wink the dogs of war. Um, and I managed to get a ticket. I just thought it's too ridiculous not to try and and to go. So, a bit, bit of context, obviously, Motley crew, whatever you think about them for me back in the day, um, you know, 1991, uh, they were high on my list of bands i yeah absolutely love them they were kind of the first band i got into after like guns and roses appetite for destruction that was the entry point for so many of, of my friends you know and they were the first band outside of that that probably the first band that felt like they were my band you know i'd kind of like branched off from the crowd and discovered oh, this thing. On. yeah i know anyway so so i went for a ticket the, the gig sold out in less than 40 seconds, because that's how much it took me to do the transaction. I went back in, sold out, but okay. Obviously a lot has been written about, reported about video footage of, you know, Vince Neil huffing and puffing his way through sets and things like that. But I have to say they sounded incredible. And to his credit, Vince Neil, you know, he's never going to be a great singer, but he was singing live. You know, he wasn't miming. John, John, John 5, I think, has reinvigorated them as a band. And and there was just an energy about them, you know, probably a combination of, yeah, John 5 on guitar, so there's a bit of new life in the band, plus a tiny little show in a little club, uh, Camden Underworld, 500 capacity, um, and just the sense of occasion. Everyone was excited. It was ridiculous. Uh, they had all the trimmings as well on that tiny little stage. So you had dancers either side, you know, back in, back in singers, pole dancers, all that stuff crammed into the underworld. It was just so bonkers. Um, I feel, I feel really lucky to have been there. Um, You know, it's been a long time since I've ever, ever really listened to Motley Crew, you know, take them or leave them now. But uh, it really tapped into that, that part of me that just loved them back in the day and I'd do it again. Oh, bless. Um what Else have we got? I'll, I'll chuck in a couple. Um,
0: obituary, I think I think we need to uh, be dropping in. We caught them twice this year, um, early on in the, year, the electric boreham in Camden and then in a church, Colchester Arts Center out in Essex. And uh, both times,
1: of course, on work. that point, seeing obituary in a church, in a
0: church, yeah. And uh, and look, in general, it was a really good little venue, wasn't it? It was you know, nice sort of size, sound was decent, it was something a bit different, it was um, great but both times they were just absolutely on point were they
1: I've got that on my list as well. Uh, obituary at Colchester, just, I mean, several reasons, just the novelty of it. Um, but they sounded great. You know, it's it's off the back of such a great album. Um, I, I think we've said it before on this podcast, they just lay it down thick, heavy. Yeah. There's nothing not to enjoy. Um, one of my favourite moments of this year, actually, is the photo I caught in the front row of the of, of Colchester Arts Centre, of of Traganza mid headbang, just absolutely losing his shit to obituary, um, inches inches from their toes. You know that's how close. No no um, no barrier.
0: Yeah, no barrier. That was the thing. Was the best thing about it, wasn't it. I was surprised at that.
1: Yeah, right in the thick of it. Fucking great.
0: Yeah, that was a uh, that was a fucking great night. Um, And I'm sure you're going to back this one up. Therapy and the Fighting Cocks.
2: Yeah, that was, I mean, that was a special night, I think, really. I mean, it was, yeah, I mean, they were only playing their new album. No classic stuff, not at all. But we've heard that stuff so many times. And being that close, that intimate, having a word with them after the gig, you know, still on fire at that age and still up for it um, yeah that was that was a special night
0: actually yeah it was it was it just just felt like you know again you talk about bands that are reinvigorated they they feel, they feel like they've got a bit of that the new album which we may or may not come to in the next couple of hours um is it's is just a fucking it's a band completely back on form and, and and they seem to be enjoyed playing it i think even on the tour they're doing at the moment they're playing a good seven or eight songs off it so they're clearly yeah. really proud of it and yeah, it's, it's 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 it was a fucking great gig, and like you say, getting to the chat with them for a little bit afterwards, get some photos, all of that, fucking wicked night. And what was it, 10, 12 quid a ticket?
2: Yeah, probably. Yeah, I think. Well, I mean, well, no, it was like twenty five quid with the album or
1: vinyl.
0: So. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, you paid next to nothing for it, and
2: yeah, you're
0: getting that. Um, we should talk quickly about Bloodstock, I suppose. Obviously, we we did that earlier in the year with with a review, but that was another another great year, another great weekend. We'll be going again next year.
1: Uh, I, I I wrote that. I mean, one of the I jotted down um Ugly Kid Joe. I wanted to just give them another shout out for yeah. their set at Bloodstock. That was absolutely incredible. You know, I've I've never seen a band. Make a festival feel like a small, intimate venue, and yeah. that's exactly what they did. Yeah, you know, all credit to Whitfield Crane just drew everyone into that performance, and I, I felt like I was in, you know, a, a club, a club venue, just watching, watching them on a small stage. But then you look around you, and there's God knows how many thousands of people.
0: Yeah, it was, it was. Yeah, they were the right band for the moment when the weather was good at the time, and it was just just brought a general sort of, you know, real sort of positive vibe. But then directly after them. With Sapultura, and it, it kind of just went up another level, didn't it?
1: So the, the two sets of the weekend, yeah. So the Sapultura, they both absolutely owned that festival, and in completely yeah. different ways.
0: Yeah, yeah, completely. Um Dave, what do you think? Just quickly, while while I got you on, and what do you think about the uh, the whole sort of demise of Sapultura next
3: year and it all coming to an end? Um. They were one of they, they they were very, very important to me back in the early days. Um I first heard them just as they released Beneath the Remains. Um and then seeing like a rise come out and but by, by the time it got to Chaos A D, um, you know, the, the the kind of metal world was thinking, fuck, we've got another Metallica coming up here.
0: Yeah.
3: And they they, they were so special to me that they're the you know the only reason that i actually went and got the tattoos done and um i ju- i just loved them so much when uh, yeah, i i have to say i'm one of those those people when max left um and i was at the last gig at brixton that he played um i i just didn't really bother with them anymore um which is a lot of people, isn't it? Uh, yeah, it. And, you know, I, and, you know, no discredit to, uh, you know, the Derek Green era, but I th- I think it's just because they were so important to me that yeah. um, I just felt that, you know, something was completely lost. Um, <clears throat> yeah, seeing them go, it is sad. They're a metal institution. I do kind of wonder what's going to happen now, especially on the back of the Cavalera Tour this year. Yeah. um I don't know if any of you guys managed to catch any of the dates um,
0: no, not 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 this time round but it, it feels like there's I mean we'll we'll talk about it a little bit more going into into the new year and we look forward to the you know to 2024 but it it just feels like I mean the tour is going to go on for a year plus in its Sepultura so there, there was drag lots on of, into 2025. Lots
3: of, lots of talk from the stage at the Cavalera gigs of uh you know from Max um you know no cavalera no, no sepultura. Sepultura. yeah um so i just i don't know i i wonder if something's going to happen on the back end of it whether you know the rights to name are going to change and i don't I, think with the back of the name sepultura put it that way
1: yeah i i agree I, there's something about this that feels a little bit like sepultura as we've known them for the last 20 years are stepping aside and kind of handing the baton back
3: backwards yeah
1: um you know, and whether that's overthinking it or not, I, d- I don't know. But there's, there's something odd about this, just yeah. the way this has happened. Because very, very recently, Sepultura were talking about, you know, their, their future intentions. You know, they wanted to continue touring Quadra. They weren't done with that, before, you know. And then after that, they were going to maybe think about doing some new music. And it just seems like a very sudden yeah decision to discontinue. And... You know, may again, maybe just making connections that aren't there, but it's interesting that there's this Cavallera tour going on, which has been really successful. The the re-recording and the re-release of the of the the older albums. Um yeah, it feels like there's something happening. I
3: suppose. I wonder whether we're gonna see a full on, you know, um a rise era reformation, to be honest. Okay, so, this, so- this, this-
0: this is this has got our Please. hand in it quickly. If yeah, I can let's,
2: let's let's not tempt me. I, I, don't, I, <laughs> yeah. I don't want this kind of. I'll be disappointed if it doesn't happen. So let's let's nip that the bud. It
0: probably won't. It probably won't. <laughs> well, what, whatever does happen, as long as it's done it all a in the best intentions, and there's no sort of bitterness about it all, and, and all, all that kind of thing, it needs to be done right because Sepultura, as they currently are, will go out on a bit of a high. I think so. If it all, if the legacy gets ruined by controversy and what it'll it'll just be shit. So yeah. I mean Without I just hope it's done right.
1: I'm gonna take another opportunity just to go on the record of saying I adore Good. the like the Sepulture's recent output. I think what they've been doing for probably the last ten years has been you know, world class heavy metal music. I love it. Yeah. Um, so it's a it, so it's a really interesting time. Let's see what yeah. happens. Yeah, yeah. But the, yeah, that
0: was that was one of the one of the best festival sets I've seen in a long time. South yeah. Selfordura, to be fair. Um, anybody else got anything else to throw in the mix of gigs?
1: I want to give a yeah. shout out to Frozen Soul at the Boston Music Room. Yeah, that was incredible. It absolutely flattened that venue. What was it? A couple of days before Bloodstock, actually. Um, yeah, wasn't it? Two eight, days. They did a little set down there. Uh, Celestial Sanctuary played too, Wallowing as well. Yep. Um, so great, great little curated night of music. But Frozen Soul that night absolutely fucking killed it.
0: Yep, agree with that. Like a bit tree, same kind of thing. And it just just deliver and and that's it. It's, there's no
1: frills, no fucking about. Well, you say no frills. They've got a snow machine. so <laughs> They did, didn't they? <laughs> Oh, I mean that. that's as that's all the thrills I need. <laughs> forgot about that. Completely forgot.
2: Yeah, yeah no, I, I I should I should say a bit because it's it's been a bit of a strange year for me. It's been a good year, but it's been a strange year because I've had to relocate to the arse edge of the country. Um like miles away from London or anywhere that's you know a decent social hub. Um and we, you know, nowhere near any uh, gig venues. Or so I thought but we'll talk about that later. Um, But I've ended up sort of saying, screw it, and I've gone to probably more gigs this year than I've gone to in many, many years, just because I've I've just been able to and I've wanted to. Fuck Uh, it. Yeah, basically, it's been a big fuck it moment. So, yeah, obviously, we did therapy and bloodstock. You know, there's there's been a few gigs we've talked about here and there. I want to shout out to the uh, the, the Brighton date that Creator Municipal Waste and Pest Control did, which was... You know, yeah, th- thanks for
0: fucking my hearing as well yeah
2: that was but i mean you know I, can't, I cannot remember the last time i was actually down the front like right at the front for a band just enjoying myself so you know that was kind of special and you know first time i see minister wasted about six or seven years um i you know seeing iron maiden do the somewhere in time stuff that uh, it, yeah,
0: they were just absolutely I
2: I mean, we see them enough times, and I know you. Yeah, it's been a while. Do but... see them, but it was just, again special, special occasion. Yeah, yeah, Lovely day out, just drinking in the sun in the, in, in the London sunshine, catching up with friends, meeting me people from all over
0: the fucking world as well as you do at a maiden concert. Absolutely,
2: Concept. yeah. That's 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 what it was all about. I'd miss I'd miss something like that. That's I haven't done anything like that for a very long time, and I yeah. I missed it, and it felt good. And like I say, the set was great, the sound was great, the band were just incredible, yeah. and. Again, you just have to at the time we had no idea what had happened to Nico McGrain.
0: No. So no, it's true. You know,
2: that extra thing. Um and on top of that, I think we need to give another shout out to the Almighty a couple of weeks yeah, ago. I was, that was that,
0: I was that was the extra. next one I was gonna bring up. A very that was a special, friend,
2: special occasion, I think they, they yeah. slayed it and they've got more dates coming up, but it was just yeah, just old school hard rock, no bullshit. Yeah, yeah. Just when when up. a band
0: have chemistry it's like you it just it just sort of clicks back into gear, doesn't yeah. it? and it blatantly did. We never got to see them back in the day, Dave. I don't know if you're if you're, a fan, but
3: um, well, it, yeah, saw, like, it was a great night. I saw them supporting Metallica at Milton Keynes ball Oh, there you Whee! go. Uh, I'm sure I saw them supporting Motorhead at Hammersmith Odeon. <laughs> Probably <laughs> that would sound about right. Yeah. yeah, that was. I'm I'm pretty sure that was a 19 1916 tour, but. I've always I've just um, literally in the shop had um, the reissues of Soul Destruction and um, one or two others in. And I, I always say to people that they are a band that should have been fucking massive.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, completely. It just sort of didn't fall right for them, did it?
2: It's, no. well, I, I said last week, I think, you know, the way the music scene changed so much. Yeah. During their time and they mm. were keeping up, they were managing to keep up with it and shift their sound. But the yeah. problem here is is that they were just getting leapfrogged by other new bands that the media loved more of. and yeah, it was a they shame. just they, they just fell behind in the end and kind of just moved on.
0: Yeah, but it was um it, it was a great night and a and a great way to uh, to round off the year, I think. Um a quick shout out to Hell Ripper at uh, the Black Heart as well. That was just an insane show. But, what, a,
1: what a sweat box of a show. Yeah, I I, I
0: I don't think I've sweated that much in a long time, not you know, other than being on my own. Um, no, i mean
1: that as a complete compliment yeah
0: completely and uh and off in um in hackney as well was another one earlier in the year
1: i had that on my notes as well which is very well, memorable for uh, i mean for, for anyone that doesn't know the moth club it's like a working men's club in the middle of hackney um you know it looks like something out of phoenix nights it's it's got the, kind <laughs> it <really> of, does. <laughs> the, the glittery silver curtain that runs like down but behind the bands um really peculiar venue really for a gig like that but um awful booked and absolutely fucking tore the place apart crazy what did you say did you say it was called the moth club the moth club yeah
2: was there was there yeah. a lot of lights
1: so <laughs> no, no There was a well, lot of yeah, better i mean yeah like it's not it's not a particularly metal venue most of the stuff they do there is kind of like quirky sort of indie bands and stuff like that but very occasionally um i've seen visigoth there as well as like the other metal yeah and again that was incredible it's a great little venue but just odd you know you feel like a bit of a fish out of water in there it's really strange but um just work. You just go in there and ask for a pint of mild, doesn't it? And there's, you know, there's an old man
0: playing a piano in the corner, yeah. and
1: it's you know, the sort you know. of bar that still sells like Orangie Boom, you know, that. <laughs> <laughs> that sort of beer, beer on tap, you know. Um,
0: no, that was, uh, yeah, that was that was a good, that was that was a midweek sesh as well. That didn't didn't go down well. Getting up at five o'clock from your sofa the next morning.
1: Well, do you know what? It's been the year of midweek sesh. I think you know yeah, there's, there's, about... been there's
0: been a few. There has been a few. So, um, um, Padre's with us. Holy yeah. man, welcome. Oh. How, How are actually, you? Nice to
4: Yeah. Coming
0: Yeah, coming from the desert.
4: Yeah. alaikum.
0: Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's well. Um they're a black metal band, I think, aren't they? Um I think that pretty much sums up the gigs, to be honest with you. There's there was obviously a few others dotted in and about, but they were certainly some of the um some of the highlights. Uh should we uh should we start the uh the top eleven? I think we ought to. Ooh, calm down. Right, calm down. Um, and should we start at the top or should we start at the
1: bottom? Oh, it has to be. You have to start at the bottom. Well, on, of course you got to start It's a can, like top of the pops.
2: Why, why would you even think of the other the other way? That's heresy.
1: Well, look, look, it's a democracy.
0: Um, you know, offering it out there, you never know, you might want to do well, things if
2: weird.
4: If we're talking about, if we're talking about can, like, I mean, I, that video clip I sent you guys every day with uh, the Channel 4, top 10 heavy metal bands. This is what, going back to what, 1998? 99 and it's when they were doing the countdown He just made me laugh because it was like was it, is it Dave Lee travis and he's like coming in at number five up above in the streets and houses it's rainbow you know <laughs> <laughs> you know, um yeah and then like, number four was, was uh um is it arm rippingly good at number four deaf leopard you know um, <laughs> bloody hell house. uh I, I i i'm trying to find the rest of these clips because I think, like, and you know, looking forward to that, like, we're going to do that priest episode in that top 10 of, of all time British heavy metal bands. Where do you think priest comes? They probably weren't even on it, were they? <laughs> no, they were number nine. Oh, oh yeah, they, 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 so, they, they, they were ahead of UFO behind, behind Motorhead, behind Def Leppard, behind Sabbath, behind. Saxon Maybe.
0: higher up as well, and yeah, yeah, yeah.
4: Saxon number number eight. I was like, "How I'm sorry, I've got nothing against Saxon, but how do you put Saxon above Priest?"
0: <laughs> well, that's that's a different conversation. So look, we ain't gonna you ain't gonna get anything that's created as David e. Travis here. So we'll just we'll just do it easy. We'll start at number yeah. eleven. So, oh. we had um we had a an overly complicated formula yeah. in place to to come up with a, a collective top eleven, but This it's uh, worked
2: fair, it,
0: it has and it has given us a you know a, a sort of a good broad spectrum of, of everyone's favourites. so um a number 11 this is one of my selections for the year and i know it's one of ants as well um it's orbit culture descent um it's going to sneak up on a lot of people i think this one it, it, i've seen it in a couple of other countdowns here and there but yep. not a lot of people are giving it the respect i think it deserves but I've I've liked this band ever since I first heard them. We caught them briefly or caught them at Bloodstock in 2022. Um, And there's something about them that I've always thought is really fucking cool. And they take the whole Swedish death metal thing and kind of bring it forward. I know, I know you're going to mention the Fuff Band. I don't don't have to. In in comparisons, but you know, they sound like bands like Darkane and that to me. They've got that, slight industrial tinge, but this album yeah. is just so packed full of massive fucking anthems that I just, I couldn't not like it. I don't think. And I know, like I said, you're a big
2: fan of it as well, aren't you? It is. It's, I think what astounds me about this record is the accessibility of it. Yeah. You know, is the cor- the cor- not just the cor- you know, the, the hooks and the riffs, it's the choruses. I haven't heard this many choruses from any kind of band, let alone a metal band on one album. They said they're pulling, they're pulling them out of someone's ass, and I I want to know whose ass it is.
1: <laughs> Dino you know is, is. Bark off.
4: I, <laughs> no, no, just not. No, no, we're not, not. No, I'm, we're I'm not going to talk about the bear. I'm
1: being facetious. I'll, I do I'll, I'll stand <laughs> down. Facetious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm being f- f- facetious. <laughs> um,
2: it is, it, it's it's so it's slick and it's very well produced. You know, it is very beautifully produced. Yeah yes it's certainly not a raw album but it's oh it it packs a punch and yeah this this band should become massive simple as that
0: yeah i i think so there's there's moments in it that you can kind of envisage on big stages with production and you know all the fucking bells and whistles that you get on like a festival stage so
1: i think that's yeah. one of the things i thought like when when um when i heard the album that i can just imagine it on a huge stage yeah it just it just has that sound to it. That's how it needs to be presented. You know. I know Bean, you were a little bit a little bit indifferent first couple yeah, of listens, no, Listen, you? it didn't it like it didn't immediately grab me. Um you know, it's one that, that I've I've sat with and I've dipped into, and I don't dislike it at all, you know. But it just um I mean, let's not beat around the bush, it's been such a fucking good year for heavy music that It's difficult to take it all in and you know it's 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 just one of those ones that's kind of sat there on the sidelines that I have dipped into and I have listened to and you know if I give it more time um maybe it will click with me as much as it has with you but it's purely down to time it's just one of those albums I haven't sat with for a great length of time and and really absorbed but you know I have listened to it and I just think it sounds yeah. I mean, just, I'm repeating myself now. It's just what I just said. You know, it sounds huge. It sounds like it needs to be on a big stage, massive lights, explosions, pyrotechnics. Oh, um, yeah. You know, and just it, it's a pummeling album. You know, it kind of. But as you said, massive choruses, and I know that's something that's always been appreciated on this podcast. You know, if a song's got a hook, Fuck yeah, and it's got a chorus, it just raises it above the rest. And I think that's what's happened here with this with this album. Dave, you
3: heard much of it? Is, is it up your stream? I, I just listened to Bean now and I'm kind of going along the same lines, really. It's it's one that I've not really dipped into too much, but but yeah, I can definitely see the you know the the massive appeal of it. Um listening back to it the last couple of days, the production is quite it kind of gripes me a little bit, maybe just find that you know maybe some of the solos are just a little bit kind of I don't know a bit lost or a bit muddy or, or whatever and I think you know maybe it could have done with maybe maybe just a little bit more justice in, in that side because it sounds so big I think it needed a bigger production to go with it. But you know absolutely fantastic stuff. Um yeah. It's very um it sounds very dense. If, if
0: that makes sense then yeah. the whole production of it is, is I, I get what you mean the, the sort of I mean I, I like the production to be fair but I I get why it would it would it does polarize a little that, bit that, as well
3: Swedish sounds you know but yeah. Yeah. you know maybe I'm just yeah over, overthinking yeah. it a bit but but yeah it's yeah yeah I look, they,
0: they are ones to watch I kind of I kind of see them I mean obviously it's very different levels but I kind of see them in a similar vein to Parkway Drive and what's happened to them They've got that same kind of level of accessibility, and, and you can see a similar sort of yeah. production and all that kind of thing. So we'll, we'll see what happens. They're they're touring the UK next year as well, so we'll get along to that and yeah. see. What...
2: I'm sorry, someone's bloody touring next March, and I can't... Yeah, They're
0: all touring in March, yeah, fucking. Uh, yeah,
2: uh, like well, I could kind of like relocate to, back to sort of Surrey for for a month with someone. Yeah, and... yeah no, Are we I'm keeping you
0: to... up, there. Huh? Get
4: on out. <laughs> what a pass eleven, mate.
0: Yeah, it's not fucking. Plain. It's your weekend now. Um, uh, I, not- we'll 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 go straight into number ten while we're here, while we're sort of in a rhythm, um, because this is this is one that's this this an odd one amongst us all, really. Um, so this is all all of us here on tonight. Uh, Wolfman has had his has had his two cents, and so has um, five string bass motherfucker Lee. I, I, I
4: don't even want Wolfman to get one cent. I mean, I'm. I, he <laughs> stance you, you, you on the wolf, man. He's—he's not—he—he's pouring scorn on that court we had last year with his edge well,
0: On 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 that, we've we've got to bring something up at that a little bit later, but we'll 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 come to that. Um, Ghost at the gallows by Spirit Adrift. So some of us absolutely love this, and others of us are a little bit sort of indifferent, but really like it kind of thing. So Bean, I know you love it. Top I know three. you're a huge fan of it. Top,
1: um I, I was compiling my list and this this came in my top three. I think it's a an excellent, excellent
3: metal album. Dave, what do you think of it? Um I think the their style of music there was a lot better coming out this year from me. I think my top three reflects a very sort of traditional kind of metal kind of vibe. Um, but yeah. It's it's great. It's it's a riff fest. Solos are fucking fantastic. Um, but yeah, for me, the the, the was better.
0: It, it's it's a funny one because it should be. You know, I'm a huge fan of bands like Coc and stuff like. That. Bands of Spirit of Drift should be should be up my street, and I do really like this album. But there was just something that didn't quite sort of push it over the line. It probably sits, you know, sort of. 22, 23, and a top 40 countdown for me for the year. It's just on the edge of a top 20, um but I, 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 I don't know. I need to get it on vinyl, I think, and listen to it properly. But if I talk like,
1: about, if I talk about what know. I like about, because we mentioned production of the Orbit Culture production for me is the big thing on on the Spirit of Drift album. I, it sounds like a band in a room, and you know, I, I mean, I've talked about this on here before as well. It's like, I love that. You know, the sound of the the drums sound like real drums. Yeah. The band sound like they're cohesive. Um, there's bits that remind me of Metallica, kind of like Ride the Lightning era Metallica. There's bits that remind me of um, Somewhere in Time era Iron Maiden, you know, but also along, you know, other bands that we've talked about this year, Tail Gunner, uh, Witch Hazel, it kind of shares DNA with that as well. And that's, that's you know, I I really connected with this album. It was a good one for me. There you go, says it all. Um, and you were a little bit indifferent as well, weren't
2: you? Same as me. I, to, to be honest, it's just, it simply wasn't my thing. I mean, I, I have to sort of acknowledge the, the production as well, um, and the sound, and, and certainly the, the musical ability. Um, having dipped back into it recently, but it simply comes down to it's that kind of bluesy, groovy American heavy metal, which for the most part just doesn't really click with me. Um, so I can quite happily listen to it in the background. It's just not for me, unfortunately. Well, you know,
0: we're sitting here back talking about a top ten, and some of us are saying it's not for me. This is um, this is definitely one for for Bean, for Wolfman, and for Lee. This was uh, yeah, it was their their influence fully on this? Very highly. The, the,
1: the, the peripheral peripheral members of uh, in the abyss. The uh, no, the, the members of Periphery. Them. They had nothing to do with this. They decision. definitely had
0: nothing to do with this. No, definitely not. None of that bleepy nonsense. Um. I'll tell you what, we'll go straight into number nine, because I know this is one that we're all fully in agreement of. We're we're all going to have nothing but good things to say about this. Um, This was pretty unanimous across the board. I'm not sure if all of us had this in our top 20, but certainly most of us did. Um, Going all the way back to January, we mentioned them once already, obituary, dying of everything. Just a fucking great band on top form. What a fucking ripper of an album. I'll I'll leave it to, to you lot to argue over it.
3: I think as, uh, earlier when we were saying that it's, it's been a great year for albums, um, this this was kind of this this was the uh, the spark, I think, you know. And it yeah. was like, yeah. if we're getting this two weeks into January, we're going to have a good year. It it was an absolutely fantastic album. It's yeah. absolutely brutal. There's some groove to it. They haven't, you know, and it just sounds like they're having fun as well. It's,
1: yeah. it's a great, great, great record. I completely agree. Everything you've just said, I think is
3: yeah. Again, like
1: uh, you know, I talk about my top three. That's in there as well. Yeah, very highly scored, and and the, the, everything on this album
0: sounded great live as well, didn't it? Just just slotted in with all the rest of a bitchy's back catalogue.
1: Yeah, I think the thing about obituary is you know they're not they're not you know they're they're an established act they've been going for decades, but the music they're putting out now is just as good as anything that they put out on like Cause of Death, you know, Slowly We Rock, all those classic classic albums. Well, it doesn't matter. You could you could take this album and and stand it up against those, and you're not going to be disappointed. It's a fucking great album.
3: Yeah, and what as well is is that they don't have that that sort of cannibal corpse effect. They don't have that status quo of death metal (laughs) that's a really good
1: way like because i right so cannibal corpse obviously you know they they put out a new album this year and i love it i think it's great it's great but but the reason you know i'm not talking about it in terms of um you know top 10 or or album of the year or anything like that is because it's just reassuringly cannibal corpse right so it it does what it does and it and it sounds amazing and i do love it and i've listened to it a lot um but, you know, it's like you said, it's just kind of, right, they've just gone in there and dropped what they
3: usually do and it's, it's fucking great, but okay. It's, it's fantastic. And it, like I say, it just sounds like they're having fun. You put it on, you know who you're listening to, but they're still yeah. offering something new. Um, yeah. which, looking at the list is coming from our number two album this year as well, I believe. Um, and it's just... Yeah, I loved it. Absolutely loved it. As soon as I heard it.
2: I mean, yeah, I mean, I'll mean, i interject. I mean, I've never been an obituary fan. They're not a band I've managed to get into up till now, but there's still time. This album will help. Um, I'll admit, it's been a grower for me. It's been a very slow grower um, for me. Um, but, you know, it's been an album I've wanted to dip back into every so often through the year. Um, it wasn't instantaneous uh, like it was for other people. Um, and I think certainly, looking at my whole list, this sits just outside of my top thirty, but it still sits there. It's still in my list. Um, Which for someone who's not
0: an obituary fan, that's that's a you know that's a seal of approval. Yeah, absolutely.
2: Yeah. I mean, look, I, you know, we there there are some catchy myths here. We can talk about you know what, what what they're doing, but on our shindig last weekend, I actually made a point of playing the wrong time on the DJ set afterwards. And it just sounded huge, and all yeah. we're doing is playing through a laptop through speakers. But it's just—it's when that riff kicks in after the build-up, and people just start banging their head properly. And it's just like that's what you want—that's what you want from a metal band. Just that kind of simplicity of riff.
0: Mm. They've got a classic, a proper classic metal. Yeah. Like, being, you point out, you when you first heard the wrong time, it made you think of Thin Lizzy. It it
1: cold it's, it's, it's cold sweat <laughs> in, like in another form it's just like it's beefed up they've given it they've injected steroids into cold sweat and just made it as heavy as fuck um but i think look you know and what you just said there is is what obituary do really well is they just distill everything down like it's metal in its purest form it's all riff you know yeah. and then behind that you got donald Tardy's fucking <clears throat> that groove. Um, which just propels it forward. It's just fucking incredible. I really, really enjoyed that album.
2: I, I always remember um, in Andrew O'Neill's book about the history, the history of heavy metal, when he first refers to a victory, and he mentions how Donald Tardy doesn't sing, he just vomits the vocals yeah. out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's right. always stuck with
0: me. Yeah, that's about right. Yeah, that, like I said, collectively, I think pretty much all of us had that somewhere in our list. It was just an absolute fucking absolute banger and they're supporting Sepultura next year as well so that's yeah I'm I'm
2: looking forward to that yeah that'll
0: be that'll be fucking wicked Um, right I tell you what let's um, some new discoveries this year what we got that sort of you know new bands you've kind of come across not necessarily new to last year but bands you've discovered in the last 12 months that have sort of flicked your switch I'm going to go with
3: a band called Amethyst oh I'd love that EP Mm from switzerland and that was out on jawbreaker records back in march i think was it march april may is about that it's the early part of the year for sure but um just completely heard it by accident somebody put put me onto it and um it's it's just fantastic it sounds like it should have been recorded in 1980 it's um but yeah, just, just every single song in it's absolutely brilliant. I think when you know when they do finally get round to putting down a full length album, it, it's just going to be fantastic. And um, and and I, I I hope that you know they they go very far. But um, yeah, they're they're the new discovery for me this year. Amethyst. That must
0: mm. admit, I must admit, I I really enjoyed the EP. I love even just the simplicity of the cover. Yeah. Just the logo white background. The fact it's called Rock Nights. It's just yeah.
1: <laughs> Yeah, I, had, I had a good night with that a good time with that one sorry as well um very cool yeah a lot of fun. i didn't realize they was swiss for some reason i thought they were swedish maybe
0: that's just where my brain goes
1: uh,
3: it's yeah. probably the label uh yeah they're on a swedish label but yes, yeah right. that's yeah that's probably it but uh, but yeah i have to
2: say probably the probably most one of my surprising records in my own top 20 um which hasn't hasn't featured in any of your lists although i know there's been some enjoyment with it but I, I'm sorry. I I absolutely love book Six's album. <laughs> it's wonderful. It's it's just I, you know I put it down. And then for a bit I think, oh, is this just a bit too daft? And then I listen to it again. And think no, this is this is it. It's, it's just unashamed, power infused, cartoon heavy metal. Um, <laughs> and he's just doing it brilliantly. Um, I, I, he's not going to come to you. You know, he's a Scottish chap. He's not going to tour in the UK because there's simply not enough demand for it, and no, he can no. quite easily no. survive in Europe. But I really want to see him live and whip out the sword and and you know whatnot. Yeah. No, whip out, whip is, out all that as well. <laughs> the thing um, is, I've not seen him on any sort of lists um, at all. Um, no. No, no, no albums of the year, no, nothing. It's and it, and it did get some good reviews, and it feels like oh, no one wants to really talk about him, You know, he's like the the mad, the mad idiot in the corner that we don't talk about because he's just not credible. It's just it's fucking good, good, great metal. Stick it on.
0: La- laser shooting dinosaur. I mean,
1: what more could you, <clears throat> what more could you want other than yeah. that? What, metal, what is, what metal is, metal more... is ridiculous. Uh, yeah. Amen to that. Amen to that yeah completely completely um yeah i've got i wanted to talk about um so my discovery of the year um i think there's 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 two for me and the first is just off the back of the fact that it's been such a strong year for death metal i think death metal's really yeah really fucking i don't know like, um just in terms of quality releases that, that, that've come out this year and to the point where it's really um influence my taste you know so i'm looking i've just just found myself digging deeper and deeper and deeper into that um so in terms of an an old band that i've discovered this year would be suffocation so i just found myself taking a deep deep dive into their into their back catalogue and and then coincidentally they come out with a new album this year which was which was a coincidence in for in terms of um you know i was kind of listening to them and just getting into that stuff and then they come out with this new album which which instantly um made an impression on me and i I put it up there as in my my top 10 top 20 certainly favorite albums of the year but the other thing um was off the back of the new autopsy album which also was a was a favorite of mine um but i want to talk about greg wilkinson so the bass player of autopsy I caught him on a podcast just talking about what he does and what he was doing prior to, to his involvement with autopsy and just discovered all these bands that he's in Um, death grave and static abyss were kind of the main ones that I just dove into, you know, and he's done his own solo stuff under the name of leather glove. Um, And I just had this deep, deep dive into everything he'd done. Um, And it's something, you know, it's a journey I'm still on. So for me, Greg Wilkinson is like my, like, let's take that forward um, and continue listening. Fanboy. That's what you're going to become, isn't it? <laughs> Look, we're all fanboys. Why are we here talking about <laughs> it?
0: <laughs> um, Padre, there must be something this year that's uh, that sort of come up on the radar that stuck out over all the others.
4: Yeah, I mean, you put me onto this. But, like, uh, Grove Street. Yes. Sir. Yeah.
0: Yes, yeah. Yeah, for any, any, yeah, anybody's a suicidal tendency fan I love that.
4: Yeah, it is but there's some very interesting uh features on the album. Like for example, they they, they I can't remember which song it is specific, specifically. I think it's the actual song uh, caught slipping. And it's got like um they start playing parts of the message by Grandmaster Flash. Yes, yeah. So, yeah, like it's, it's it's little things like that, but it's also I think in one of the songs, I can't remember which one it is. They drop in the bass phone to white lines, as well. So like they, they obviously you've got that kind of crossover between metal and like it's like almost like a, a the nod and a tip of the cap to like uh, uh, early hip hop, which I quite like I think it's very interesting. But yeah, the riffs definitely in that, in that song, uh, in that in that on that album. Because I listened to the EP first and then the full album. And then the other one was also uh, uh drain, the the band band uh, drain. I put them at number three. Um, that's a, a great thrash album. It's foot chock full of riffs.
0: They're good. I like, yeah. they're, they're fucking good. Drain. they're a band I really want to see live because their live shows look absolutely fucking mental.
4: Yeah, and what <laughs> I like, I mean, it's it's again, it's the little things that we've we've talked about stuff like this before. But um, like the the the, the cover art looks it looks fun. You know, yeah. it, 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 they don't seem to take themselves too seriously, but they've got some really good songs. Like "Weight of the World" is a cracking song. "Watch You Burn," "Good Good Things," "Evil Finds Light." Good song titles, uh, good thrash, good solos, good production. Um, I really liked it. That and uh, and those those are two bands completely new for me. And then obviously also like you know mainly thanks to Dave Witch Hazel, I put on my list. Um, that was the yeah. fir- the first epi- the first episode we did with Dave and he was going on about which shows and I thought I'd go away and listen to them it's, it's it's fun stuff it's like it's just good quality metal
0: um yeah they're they're up there on my list for this year as well definitely
4: yeah. um and then I mean like, like uh, uh, you, you look like, we all know what my my reputation is it takes me ages to listen to anything so the fact that I even <laughs> have a semblance of a list this year um <laughs> you know is is progress so um I mean like you mentioned Sepultura earlier I mean it's like everyone's probably heard that they're they're doing their farewell tour
0: now yeah hmm. yeah we, we spoke about it it's um it is a shame but it's uh that yeah so we'll uh we'll talk about in detail in in the new yeah. year because it's uh it's, it's a
4: big one for all of us but um well you know let, you know we we do an episode of an album countdown and then a couple of weeks later they call it a day I mean <laughs> <laughs> did, what what, what did, we, did we say something else out of place you know maybe maybe we should have been a bit more um praiseworthy of roots or something i don't know well let's um, uh let' let's we maybe, the maybe
1: they just maybe they just listened and thought do you know what our work is done. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. but like you know He's made his fires in the abyss that's that's it that's all we need now
4: yeah, no yeah. max Cavalera is waiting in the wings the minute they retire he comes back with his own version of Sepultura
0: you see there you go this is the thought that's going through everyone's mind we had the same conversation just before you came on it's it's just that is what's going through people's minds and it's, yeah.
4: it's, it's, it's all it's all a ruse it's, it's this is they played an incredibly long game
0: yeah we'll will we'll, we'll see we'll see we'll watch this space um, New discoveries for me. I'm going to drop wallowing into it because we technically we did we we came across wallowing in 2022, but only from like a have you seen this fucking video that's knocking about Twitter and this mental band playing in a in a bookshop in Waterstones in Bristol. Um But they released Earth Reaper in 2023, and I've properly got into them. We saw them live with Frozen Soul. And I've grown to just absolutely fucking adore this band. And um, we had Maxim from the band on an episode a few months ago for a chat. A great guy got just this great, this bonkers sort of outlook on what they want to do with their music. And I just love that. in a in a time where it's, you know, we talk about a lot of bands that are doing things very traditional and, you know, just bands like Obituary, it's just good riff based, heavy metal. And you, then you've got stuff like Wallowing coming along who are, completely fucking mental like nothing I've ever seen before. Um and you know even in the smallest club like Boston Music Rooms 5, it was just a spectacle. And yeah. uh and you know it nearly broke one of my toes with their fucking flashy green light thing that come flying off the stage. So that. <laughs> but um but yeah I, I can't wait to see what they do next. So uh yeah they're they're the main one for me for 2023 I think. Um right should we do let's do another album. Um where are we now? We're up to number eight. Uh, British band. Haven't been around for very long. And I think we were all kind of looking forward to what they do with the debut album after seeing them live. EP, first few singles. Um, we we caught them at a headline show not long ago. Was it October? Yeah, everything was in October, wasn't it? Uh, at the Black Heart. And where they've kind of come since we, we last saw them in, um, in the dev about 18 months ago. It's, it's Guns for Hire, Tail Gunner. Just a fucking triumph of a young band doing old school heavy metal and loving it no fucking about no no shame no nothing just great songs packed full of choruses got all the heavy metal cliches that you want you know and even in the black heart they had a few stage props here and there it was like all the oh, fucking cliches love costume
1: it. changes costume, yeah, costume changes i mean that says that tells you everything you need to know
0: yeah just yeah. A, just a fucking great album they delivered it um, it's it's look, a lot of the songs we're already familiar with because they'd already re- already been released. But yeah, look, a triumph I think for a debut album. I, I think probably the best debut album this year. Yeah, I wouldn't. Yeah, so, certainly up
3: there with with some of the best ones. I reckon so. Um, yeah. it's it's great to see a band that young doing something a bit more traditional not all you know not sonically but they they kind of remind me a little bit of um you know what what hell ripper are doing at the moment yeah yeah and and i think we're gonna yeah I'm, i'm hoping that they're gonna spearhead something quite big in you know traditional or true heavy metal and um and you know i yeah i've got great great hopes for them i think they're a fantastic band and um yeah, of all, all power to them. They've they've come out the come out of the traps blazing. So uh yeah. Good luck. Yeah, the to point them.
0: the point you make about a spearhead, that's 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 valid because we don't have a British band doing this. We no, don't. I mean We're we have in the public eye, uh, it's all uh, coming from Europe, isn't it? So we need a British band. By, Look,
3: there's, there's loads of it in Europe, there's loads of it in America. Yeah, yeah. one or two bands we've we already mentioned Witch Hazel today, um, do it doing that kind of vibe um and you know it it, i i think that these guys have the the absolute appeal everything about it like you've said the the look the cliches the 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 stage setup everything i think i think they've they they, they're a complete package
1: yeah i agree and (laughs) i think i think it's it's really good to see that um you know if you look at kind of younger bands playing heavy music at the moment you know if you went down the road of kind of kerrang and download you know it'd be easy to believe that what's coming up is that kind of trap beat very sort of um, processed kind of pop metal sound so it's really good to see a young band that are connected with the kind of tradition of heavy metal and just kicking life into it and that bringing that to a stage and recording that putting on an album. And to me, it just, it just gives me, you know, uh, faith that there's still that connection with that lineage of heavy metal and it's, it's still alive and it's kicking. And I love it. I think it was a, it's a, it's a great record, great band. As we said, we saw him at the black car. I uh, hadn't listened to the album too much before that black Heart performance, but um, I have since. And Kind of on that subject of uh the youth that you know, I played it, my, my my son was sat with me and we were listening to it and he just looked at me, he's like, Yeah, it's really good, really fucking loving it. So there you go. More it's power t- to Tail Gunner.
4: <laughs> I think I think Tail Gunner are gonna have they get they've got the ability and the, the aesthetic and the the vibe that they're gonna get some, once they get going, they're gonna get some serious traction in Japan.
1: Yeah, I, think I can see that.
4: It, yeah. I think that's going to that's gonna do them the world of good because it's going to get let them get outside the confines of Europe. It's going to get them some, some experience on the road. I think that's only going to contribute to the quality of their live show. I think as well, in terms of like what their social media presence is, the fact that they've got such a talented bat lineup and especially they've got an, an incredibly able uh, female guitar player um, in Rhea Thompson, who's I mean, I've been watching some of her videos on Facebook, she's fantastic.
0: She's a phenomenal um, guitar player, she
4: really she, is. She, she's a phenomenal guitar player, yeah. And um, she's so what I'm saying is having like they, it, it's they, they've got something for everyone, and they, they, they've they got the if Dave is right and they are a spearhead, which I, I agree with him, they're gonna it's gonna have um, a wider. Effect than just in the metal scene because you can actually say there is the band leading the way and look they have this the, you, you can't lay any qualms about them that they're, they're only one gender or they're only they're a part of the patriarchy or they're not representative but they have a phenomenal guitar playing Mia Thompson who seems like a really good person she's going to be a really good uh, role model for a lot of people and if they play their cards right if they become big she probably be, will be responsible for pulling a lot more women into the, the scene and getting them to play guitar.
2: Yeah, agree with that. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, on the back of what, what you said, I mean, what what really impresses me is, I suppose, the, the professionalism that band actually um, applied to it. It, it. it We can make comparison, comparisons all day long musically, but they're just like I made it. They, they know what they're doing in terms of the package, the artwork, the stage set. The, the PR, you know, they, they remember sort of Axel Rose talked about I made it in a very derogatory manner, like, you know, we, we're not like that. we rock and roll. I remember that, yeah. And, mm-hmm. you know, and yes, it, and that's true. I made were not so much a product, but it's a, this is what we do, and we have to do it properly because you owe it to your fans and the people who paid money to it. And Tao mm-hmm. Gunn remind me of that. They, they, they take that very seriously. They want people to get, um, the most out of their money but on a musical point like i say there's not much i can add but i think one thing that really really surprised me is how they approached their um their album structure with they said the, their early songs were the ones they wrote first and the last song was their latest song and that that climax rebirth eight minutes that's one of the greatest eight minute metal tracks i've heard in a long time it's classic of the way it goes through the different different stages and the slow and the speeding and the solos you know it's a proper metal album closer and it's okay if that's where they're at now or that's where they were at you know before they started working on album number two yeah. stuff then yeah. my god I'm, I'm scared to hear what they're gonna make next
0: and there's so much when we had them on back in 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 june july just before the album came out and we went through every single song there's a story and a, a tale behind every single song. There's a reason why it's got those lyrics. It's it's just so much. There's so much maiden in the way they do things and the way they write songs. It's just, I don't know, it, it's almost like it just fits. They're coming along at the right time. And I, I really hope the next year that, you know, they're doing Bloodstock, which I think is going to be a big one for them. You know, they could do loads of festivals in Europe, but they're, they're preaching to the choir there. Mm. Bloodstock is going to be a thing. I think, yeah, they I think are. Yeah, they're, they're, yeah I, I think they're playing on the Thursday. Yeah. Sort of, I think I I've of, got that going. I've from, got that going. <laughs> yeah, you did, to be fair. But I think so, Sammy, see. that they're, um, they're going to be early on on the Thursday, which will that will grab an awful lot of people. <laughs> There'll be nothing else on any other stages. They'll have, a, <laughs> you know, a captive audience. So that's going to be a big moment for them. Deliver- they're also
2: going to hmm? do that festival Speaking down in Portsmouth, aren't they? That's a sort of
0: yeah, Doing uh, that, yeah. The the it's called, um, isn't it?
2: Yeah. I know Bones is in Portsmouth
4: now, so um yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, Sp- they're um they're definitely one to watch 2024.
4: Speaking of maiden, we have to give ourselves a shout out because we called it Bruce Dickinson in a, in an interview this week has been criticizing festivals for not pushing enough smaller bands. We predicted this a year ago, or was it episode seven or eight? Yeah, more wow. than a
0: year, way more than a year ago, oh, maybe wow. two years ago. <laughs>
4: That is the kind of prescience <laughs> that we bring to the table, you know. That you know, we we literally we have our fingers on the pulse of this scene. You
0: know, I yeah, I care of yourself. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's a fair point. It's a fair point. Um, look, I tell you what, will another British debut album this year? But this this let's crack on and probably I think definitely the shortest one in our top eleven. Um, this is the other one that. that I think in terms of debut albums this year this is this is another one that comes closest to being one of the best. Pest controls don't test the pest. Um look, yeah. outside outside this album they've had a fucking great year haven't they? They have gone from like almost nobody hearing them they got the obituary tour which was a fucking big one for them. They got a couple of dates with creator earlier in the year. They did Bloodstock and they were one of the best sets of the weekend. Yeah. Great album, great fun band and and they they've got potential to go a long way as well.
1: Yeah. I think you just have to give them credit where it's due. Hardest working band this year, probably.
0: Yeah, I think so. Just, yeah.
1: just yeah. in terms of the effort they put into, not effort, maybe, that, maybe that's the wrong word, but, you know, getting on some significant tours, putting out a great album. They've, they've just put the work in. They've established themselves. And, um, you know, we said it, and I think we've talked about it before on this podcast, the growth they've shown from that first time we saw them supporting Creative oh, yeah. and Brian, yeah. and that set they played in Bloodstock, um it was not a different band, but it was a band that had just grown in confidence yeah and fucking loved it. I mean it's one of one of the top sets of bloodstock they owned that stage and more power to it man. I think they're just gonna go on to well they're they're either gonna go on to great things or just explode or something I don't know but
0: but we it, did we it, did. when they came on then we're like the first 30 seconds we all looked at each other and we're like, fuck, where did that come from? Yeah. yeah. Oh, just the just delivery was just like Jesus fucking Christ. In the space of six months, they just completely changed the band.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I mean that, that performance fit the songs because when we first saw them, it was like these songs are great, but mm. you, you, actually, you see what you're gonna do, but
1: on that point, the songs are great, you know. So go yeah. just going back to the album, it's full of energy, great production, it's got snap, it's got power. Um, I really enjoy listening to it. Yeah,
0: it's good fun and 21 minutes long. <laughs> I mean, is
1: that yeah. even an album? Can we start the well, debate? What it's um, an album? It short yeah.
0: the Amethyst EP we were talking about earlier and that's only five songs. So
2: It's, it's, it's 10 songs, so yeah, it's an, it's an album, mini album maybe, but but yeah, no, I mean, crossover thrash is finest. Um, but yeah. you want more, that's the trouble. It's like, come on, give us a give us a 30, 35 minute album with a few, just a bit more scope. You know, you, you've proved well, you can do this really well.
0: They've already dropped another single, haven't they? Yeah. So, yeah. so I think there's no reason why they can't can't quote keep going. Dave, you a fan of this?
3: You must be surely. I saw them play with obituary down here, Um and they were they were really really great. That album just didn't sit with me though. Well, I'm surprised at that. Yeah, and um I don't know. Again, maybe it's one of those things that I probably need to spend a bit more time with. Um Don't need a lot of time. But 21 I... minutes is is <laughs> <laughs> That's it.
1: You, I
2: can, you can listen to that while you're cooking,
1: can't you? <laughs> no, don't let Dave cook anymore. No, 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 no. <laughs> no.
3: Um yeah, there, there's a lot of fucking potential there for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There is. Yeah. And um but yeah, it's it's um I mean crossover thrash is it's kind of becoming the big thing now, maybe yeah. Yeah you know got that whole thing going but um they they, they they've they've got massive potential for sure for sure yeah, for sure they they've uh, got a short
0: headline tour as well in in early in 2024 haven't they so that'll be uh that's another step up for them
3: yeah I mean but yeah just, just as far as the album goes I I think I think maybe uh I don't know if they if they can just it sounds like an old cliche doesn't it but if they can capture that that raw energy of their live set on an album it would be mm.
4: perfect
1: It'd be um, interesting, actually, because just on that point, I was just thinking it depends, you know, because they're a bit of a buzz band at the moment. So the next album will, I think, will rise or fall on how many people interfere with that. If they do what they do and they they capture that live energy and, and they stay true to what they've done in the past, I think they're onto a winner. But, you know it often happens with these buzz bands too many people get involved too many other influences tell them, Oh, you know, maybe, you know, there's this band sleep token that are doing really well at the moment, you know, and all of a sudden things get drawn into a different direction. Um, So let's hope not, you know, and I think they seem really true to themselves. They seem really true to what they do. They talk about the scene that they came from um, and they seem really connected with it. So I'm hoping
3: um, for great things with the next album. I totally totally agree and uh, like like you say I, I think the the less interference that they have from outside sources the better
0: yeah
3: um you know i th- i think they've they've definitely set down a path and and they're completely on it and do you know what you could you could you could probably name the the labels that the, that are knocking on their, deal, their door already yeah uh, so, yeah, let, let, let's just hope that they're strong enough to keep the vampires from the door.
4: <laughs> oh,
2: How do
3: you, man? Yeah,
4: um, I've got to just make a mention, I think this is probably the most elaborate album title of the year. And I do, um, you know, go away and listen to the band. King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. <laughs> That's the name of the band. It's a flash album. Listen to this album title petro-dragonic apocalypse or dawn of eternal night and annihilation of planet earth and the beginning of merciless damnation that's the album title
0: the the gizzard lizard are a band we've never really talked about on this podcast
4: yeah
0: i think within an hour of this podcast they'll release three
1: albums so i I was gonna say they probably released an album in the time it took padre to just read out (laughs) the, the, the title of their last album i
3: mean one of
1: the most prolific bands i've ever been aware of I, yeah. I've got no idea maybe what I mean who could compete Frank Zappa maybe I don't know but
2: yeah that's that's yeah that's, that's... Oh, can you imagine them getting together with Mike Patton
1: yeah oh fucking hell is yeah. that a prediction for, for next year
2: oh well I'll probably
1: 2020,
2: 2020, 2020,
0: yeah, 2024 this would surprise me <laughs> um right we'll keep going with the top 11 just quickly because uh, number six we're at now um two new bands and a classic band now that we yeah, we all go back years with. We absolutely love them. Um, they're responsible for one of my all-time favourite albums and one of the kind of biggest turning points in my sort of musical taste when I was, you know, a teenager. Um, Therapy's Hard, Hard Cold Fire. We're all in agreement on this. I mean, this was just a fucking great album. Great band doing a great album. Fucking brilliant. Love
3: them. Absolutely adore this
0: band. They can yeah. do no wrong as far as I'm concerned.
3: They've never failed to deliver ever. Even back to, you know, the early EPs and the first album. Damn right. uh, You know, when they were doing that semi-industrial kind of vibe. um, And then they got caught up in the whole alternative kind of thing going on around 91 to 93, maybe. But, yeah, they've always been fucking just a great band. And they're really nice chaps as well. Yeah, they
1: are. Yeah. I think when you talk about therapy, you have to the word that comes to mind for me is integrity you know it's a band that just say true to what they do throughout their career and yeah. always delivered it, like it's paid off you know it's like trust trust those three guys because they're always going to come up with the goods they're yeah. always going to deliver
0: and they fucking tour hard as well they're non-stop this year absolutely yeah. non-stop you know they're out on tour now you know they've just just complete but that when I think when you've got an album as strong as this, you you've got to get it out to the people because it, it's got some of my favorite therapy songs already, I think. There's songs that I'm that are really, really memorable. And that's something that I must admit, some of the recent therapy albums, I, I don't they're not as memorable perhaps as as the the therapy that I love from the nineties. But this album in particular has got those real memorable moments and just those hooks that only therapy have ever been responsible for. If you know what I mean, just I don't know what it is they do so well, but yeah. no one else touches them.
2: I, yeah, I mean that that, that album opener, um, "I Shoot the Terrible Master." I mean yeah. that's that is classic therapy. I mean that yeah. is the the, the 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 structure of it, the riff of it, the anger. It, that could have been written at any time between nineteen ninety two and two thousand one. Um, yeah. And maybe it says, "Oh, they haven't changed much," but you know they've been through through a you know a bit of an ebb and flow since, but it's just how well they nail it and how they could drop that in a classic set and it just kicks off as as well. Um it's one of my favourite songs of the year.
0: Yeah. 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 It's just a just a triumph of an album,
1: really. The, and, a, and, a, and another short album as well. You know Yeah, it's, it's not very long. It's, it's only about half an hour 30, hour.
2: thirty minutes. Yeah That's thirty
1: it. minutes, there's no waste on it. It's like they drop in, they kill it for half an hour, job done. And fuck off! Yeah,
0: exactly what you want from them. So, uh, yeah, in, in you know, in a time where we have got all these great new bands coming on, the old dogs are still, uh, still fucking smashing it out. Surprise of the year! I know what mine is, but I'm just going to stay quiet for a minute because I could probably waffle on for, and he'll probably be the same. Voice of reason. Um, yeah, the band that has caught you off guard, surprised you, an album that you didn't expect to enjoy. Um, like Dave and Def Leppard at Hellfest but um yeah the, the biggest surprise of the year
1: but well for me i mean we've we we've already talked about it um it's the retirement of Sepultura and i know it's recent news but it blindsided me i like i didn't see it coming and i'm not sure how i feel about it i'm not sure where i sit with it um but you know we've already dis- uh, we've already discussed it so um that that's my headline. It sounds like it cuts deep so uh yeah we'll uh... <laughs> yeah well it's just it was just a, I mean like I'm repeating myself but it was because they had very recently been talking about a future and they, they were quite guarded about it. Yeah. But the 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 impression they gave was like you know we're going to we're going to finish this cycle of touring we're going to see how it goes and then you know then we then we'll be thinking about new music and then all of a sudden it's game over. Um, and it just, uh, you know, I thought they were on a, on an upward trajectory. Um, the music they've been putting out for the last, I mean, I said it before, 10 years has been fucking brilliant. Some incredible heavy metal music coming from Sepultura. Uh, the last album, Quadra, for me is, um, you know, it's, it's untouchable. It's a fucking great album. And all of a sudden it's like we're pulling the plug. So that's, that's why it's a surprise to me. You know, they're a strong band, you know, they're a strong band. They were absolutely the highlight band of bloodstock that set just killed everything. And here we are talking about, you know, the end of days.
0: Yeah. It's a shame. And um, yeah, I'll tell you what, I'll give you a moment to go and gather your thoughts and, uh, and and sort yourself out and pull the emotion back in and and, yeah, we'll we'll come back to you. (laughs) Um, Dave, anything jumped out on you this year that you didn't expect?
3: The surprise of the year. I, th- I think I kind of alluded to it really already. Was was Pantera? Yeah. To be honest, um, like I say, is it, you know I didn't particularly want to like it, but just couldn't help it. Couldn't help it. And, and for you know for all of the. The metal injection and metal sucks, fucking commentators, and you know, you can say whatever you want. They were fucking brilliant. They surprised the shit out of me. They were they're fantastic.
0: Well, I guess it's nice to something positive about it. That's the main thing. So, you know. Um voice of reason. Surprise of the year.
2: Yeah, this is gonna be this is gonna be a group effort between us, isn't it?
0: Yeah. Yeah. After three. One, two, three. Creeper. Creeper. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Um, I just, I, I, I'm still in shock. I generally am. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what what a fucking amazing album, yeah. It, it yeah. really is. Um, you know, this is a band who, you know, you know. I need to give earlier stuff another go because I might have a different perspective on it now. But
0: I wouldn't bother to be fair. I've tried and it's still done. The... <laughs> oh uh,
2: well, I might. I might. You know, me. I might. I was a bit more open to certain. Yeah, stuff you, yeah, like that that's, that's probably. Day, fair. So I might do, but yeah, at the time. It just felt like sort of you know gothic emo a bit past past it not really my thing felt a bit contrived i suppose really um not dirty enough for the image they were doing but like i said i i gave i decided to give a give a couple of tracks a go because it had come out that day we weren't recording that friday evening so i thought let's let's go through the current releases and i fell in love with it with it straight away um you know, you know, it's 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 a Jim Steinman classic. Even though he's long gone. Um, you've got Meatloaf there. You've got Sisters of Mercy there. You've got The Cult. You've got some Ghost. You've got all the theatrics, but you you know the songs are amazing. The songs are absolutely amazing. But the 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 tunes and melodies for everything about it. And again, it's very it's very well well constructed. They know what they're trying to do, and they said this is what we've wanted to do. We've we kind of got a bit pigeonholed with that kind of stuff. But, you know, we were a younger band and finding our way, you know, and I know, and, and I, to be honest, I'm probably more shocked at your reaction. Cause I, I recommended it to you before. <laughs> I, I think you might like this. I think, you know, you might get a kick out of this album. So give it a go. I did. And yeah, I mean,
0: yeah, look, it does it doesn't feature in our top 11 spoiler alert, um, because it was only, there's the no one else likes it. That, yeah, that really rated it. So uh, it didn't really fit the formula, but, yeah, I, I gave it a go on, on a drive to work. Well, I've said this already on, on, on this podcast, but fuck me. i just just absolutely blown away by the songs. And you can tell I love it because I've badgered other people to go and listen to it. <laughs> like, me. no, 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 you've, you've got to listen to it. And, and Dave's one of them. I've, I've hey, said yeah. it to yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. no, seriously, you, you've, you you've, got to, you've got to give it a go. You've just, just try it, honestly. You'll love it. It's fucking great. But have you yet?
3: I've listened to it once. Um, and I probably wasn't paying enough attention, but go. but surprise, surprise! I've actually always kind of liked Creeper to a degree. Anyway, oh, there you go. so yeah, well, this, I didn't th- really anything I think, like any previous stuff. So I think when I get down and dirty with it, I, I, I think I'll, I'll I'll enjoy it a lot.
2: I, sure. You know what? It's a Christmas album. It's got that you can put it on at Christmas and enjoy it. I think vibe.
0: It's just the choruses are. F- fucking huge just like like anthems I haven't heard in donkey's years yeah and the the only reason it's not you know and again this is a bit of a spoiler the only reason it's not my album of the year is because my album of the year is just something that is was just so phenomenal that nothing was going to touch it and I just fell in love with it straight away but it, it came very very close between the two You know, it's just, and the album cover's great as well. The vinyl's lovely. The nice purple splattered vinyl with a sort of embossed cover. It's a really nice package. Everything about it, even the visual aesthetics of the videos, everything Mm -hmm. just looks great, doesn't it? It's straight out of the 80s. It is quite cliched, granted, but you can't argue with those.
4: What's the name of the album? Sangrabore. Right, okay. I will go away and listen as well. They've always
3: always done great brand in that band, like
4: yeah. From, from fame, that.
3: Yep. they've had that kind of misfits kind of brand about them, and yeah, it,
2: yeah,
3: it's just always worked, always it's worked. Almost,
0: it's almost like this album is is all of that being let off the leash. Like yeah. they've gone, fuck it, let's just go balls deep with it, and
3: it's you know, you
2: know I, I mean, I said earlier that you know I've I've, I've relocated and I moved to Margate, which. If you don't know where Margaret is, it's it's on the tip of Kent, on the east coast, south coast of Britain. It's on the other side of Canterbury, and it's you know it's a bit of a seaside town. People go down there from London, um, you know, for the day of a weekend. But it's a, it's quite run down in places. There's a bit of a a far right element around here, but there's also <laughs> an alter yeah there, there's there's an alternative crowd of people. You got the artists and whatnot, so it, it is a bit of a mix. Um, and uh but, but but you know nothing happens really although in the last 20 years it's it's had a bit of funding it's had a bit of effort to make the, the old town a bit nicer and, and keep a keep the day tourist going but yeah i, I moved out here thinking right i'm I'm nowhere near any gig venues but i came down here just before the summer and i didn't realize they were doing will be summer gigs in the out outdoors in what was the old fairground um and it still is a fairground and they you know, Queens of the Stone Age played one night, but there was all, all sorts of dance and indie stuff happening and, you know, it was good to see. Um, But there's a small venue inside there that they've been using more and more and i said, said late last year is that, you know, we're, we're seeing more and more bands added, you know, indie bands, but also rock bands. Skin Dread, they sold out a show down, down at the venue. Uh, British Line, whatever, but fair play. Um, But, yeah, the last couple of weeks we've had, some, we had some big ones announced and Creeper, are doing a sort of short ish intimate tour outside of the big cities, and the opening night on a Friday night is Margate Dreamland. And I was just like, Boy's outing. Come on, let's I said, get your fifty-five <laughs> off, let's make a weekend of it. And it will be, it will just be all the goths descending. got goths of Ken descending into Margate for a king. Is that a rival <laughs> yeah.
1: podcast? It is.
2: Um and a week a week later, Ugly Kid Joe are playing. So yeah. I mean, it's I'm I'm mean, and I've, well, I well well I've made my decision about what I'm going to do. Living wise, anyway, I'm going to stay localish. But it's just like this is fantastic, absolutely fantastic. All of a sudden, I've, I've kind of lucked out. But, but
4: yeah, yeah uh, isn't is, is the goths who can like the sequel to the Witches of Eastwick? <laughs> <laughs> If it, if it isn't, it
1: bloody well should,
4: oh, be. should be. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah.
2: Get
4: the yeah. funding. Get the funding. We'll make it
0: happen.
3: Yeah, that's it. That's oh, it. But yeah, but, but yeah it. Once,
2: once, once again, please give give the album a chance. Creeper, Sanguival. It is all <laughs>
3: Do you know what? It's
1: it's it's one of those albums that, uh, it, again, it falls into that category of albums I just haven't had the time to spend with because there's been so much to listen to. But I've, you know, you the enthusiasm for it is just <laughs> – <laughs> I, i've got to say you know, it just sat there throughout you know since it's been released it, it's the album that everyone's talking about and i just i just haven't had the time
4: my 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 surprise of the year is the fact that you guys got gavin evans to a metal concert <laughs> right <laughs> listen it's i like... wanted
1: to i wanted to flag that up when we talked so we talked about gigs earlier in the podcast and i wanted to shout out gav the hardcore legend for Putting himself forward for a social experiment and coming to see the municipal waste, you know. And what a fucking night we had. What a good time.
0: Well, yeah. while, while you while you're on that, you you, you kinda of jumped the gun a little bit because I was gonna go, Oh, what was your moment of the year? Ah, rah, rah, rah. But you know what, that that's on my on my list as my moment of the year, because that night for that, because the gig was good, it wasn't outstanding, sound wasn't great, all of that. But when I turned around, when I'm a couple of people from the barry, and I turn around and I see Gav, never been to a metal show before, never really been a metal fan, was in that fucking pit, and he was gone. There was no no need for encouragement. He was off. That's this, my moment this of the is, year.
1: This, 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 so this is why they call him the hardcore legend.
4: <laughs> yeah, but the, what, the, because well, of the that
1: next, sort of behaviour.
4: Yeah. The, the next thing is, you know, he's got to go to a hardcore show. Secondly, that, that, um, yeah,
1: that'd uh, be a different
0: experience.
4: Like he, yeah, yeah, but also like the, from my perspective, is I've known him a lot longer than any of you. Yeah. And for me, you know, it's like when when you've been trying to open a jar of pickles and then someone comes along and just gets the lid off of no effort. <laughs> I've been on that fucking jar of pickles for twenty five years, and then you just <laughs> come, <laughs> come along. Yeah. He's at a metal gig? Oh yeah, I, I I remember taking him to a metal bar in Amsterdam and sat there and we put on. Um like Under Siege in Barcelona by Sepultura and like Rude Awakening and Megadeth I put Cliff them all on. This is like Hard Rock Cafe in um no, no, Metal City in Amsterdam, just off the leader screen. And uh, you could put they had all the videos on the bar and, and like, you know, it was like, you know, so I've been working on that for years. So, you know, you guys just came in at the end, got, got it off, you know, I wasn't there. But uh, yeah. look, fair, it, fair fair play, it, fair, it was, fair it play fucking... to him.
1: It was yeah. it was a great night. He walked away with his with a municipal way shirt and it just fucking yeah. Yeah. Look, you've got you've got to fucking hold your hands up and fucking give credit to the guy because he threw himself into that experience. And yeah. like recently, um, you know, we were chatting about because it's it's that time of year and everyone's getting there. Um, if you if you indulge in this sort of thing, Spotify Wrapped, and uh Gav shared his and it's it's like metal bands all all like all yeah. the line. Yeah, the
0: tide, the tide has turned, mate. The tide is really turned. So yeah, that.
1: What, what's this space predictions for for twenty twenty four? Gab's going to be a fucking like. Yeah. You wait. Gab's going to be the one in the middle of the
0: circle pit with his arms in the air, swinging round and round, and yeah, kicking it off. Yeah. Oh, he's going well, to the... be losing. He's
1: going to be losing shoes. Get
4: <laughs> him! Get him! Get him to Bloodstock. And he's he's got he's got a he's got a teenage son, so you like bring get him to bring his kid to Bloodstock as well. Like that's your next that's your
0: next job. Uh, that might that might be one for twenty twenty-five, yeah. but um yeah, a bit fair nine.
4: Um,
0: <laughs> but um but yeah, Gav, cheers for that, mate. That it made that just such a fucking great night. So uh yeah. Um seems we've done that, let's um top five. Ooh, top five. Ooh, excitement. Ooh, rah, rah, rah. Um strange there, number five. This is an album I know we've all loved this year as it fucking should because it's number five um Enslaved Heimdall what a fucking masterpiece what a band just
1: a classy album yep (laughs)
0: even the cover the gatefold the vinyl the double vinyl everything about it just a lovely piece of work
1: but everything about that record is just a band that knows what the fuck they're doing it's a band with experience it's a band with history and you know they're putting out albums that are just a combination of all of that. Fucking loved it. Yeah,
2: yeah. Yep.
0: I, I know. I know this is a big one for the voice of reason as well.
2: Yeah, and a full transparency, I've never been an Enslaved fan before, so I'm still working on them. But this is my album of the year. Um, it doesn't sound like anything else. Um, how they approach their songwriting, the production, their riffs. The structure of it, it it just sounds completely unique. Um, and when the songs are good, the tracks are good. You know, for me, that's kind of what's always going to elevate it about uh, mm. above, above everything else. Um, I probably, you know, what I've listened to other albums more, but when I've listened, yeah, to this yeah, album I would I would say the same thing. Actually. It's yeah. it's yeah. it's you know, it's an experience as well as as well as a you know piece of music. It's something to just sit there and absorb. Mm. And you hear things you didn't hear previously. As I said, I think I, I mentioned previously, it sounds like, you know, a Viking journey, doesn't it, from one, one part of the world to, to another. Oh, you, you, um, you get whisked away into that when you listen yeah. to it. The
0: cliche yeah, does that sound just, exactly. that's how it feels. Mm. Yeah.
2: But you say they're experienced, they know what they're doing at this point. But, um, yeah, it's an absolutely magnificent piece of work. Um absolutely love it and for me yeah like i say I'm, I'm, on, yeah. on that
1: point as well it's like if you look at a lot of the other bands on this list they're very kind of uh in your face albums you know there's that kind of like it's all up front There's a punk energy to it there's an intense energy to it yeah this one there's depth to it you know it is a journey it is an experience it is layered you know it's an album that's been constructed and um absolutely deserves its place in the top five yeah, completely. Dave, opinion on that? Um I've never
3: been, <laughs> I've never been an enslaved fan ever. Fucking hell. Um, it's interesting to hear your thoughts on it though. and I, I respect them all and um and, and I and I um I will revisit it tomorrow. But um I, they are just...
0: they are one of those bands though, you're either a fan or you're not. They're not particularly it's you know they're not an obvious accessible band
3: can i really really offend now is it that (laughs) i've got this term that i use called snooze metal oh my god (laughs) oh my
0: fucking
2: god
3: (laughs) that's my favorite genre
1: i look that up on like playlists all the time
3: so yeah, I mean, obviously, if you um, look at our wonderful spreadsheet, you'll, you'll find that it didn't didn't factor at all for me. No, it didn't. Um, didn't. But uh, yeah, I just uh, I don't know. I've just never, I don't know. I've just never got on with that band, and and that is just a personal taste I'm not saying it's a bad album, of course, but um, but yeah, it's just it's that the, they've just never sat with me for one reason or another. They I are. They what, are quite
1: my what, What's it's, interesting is we like as like in the because we reviewed this album. I mean, we got together to sit and talk about this album when it came out. So I think that put us in a position where we gave it some real focused listening, and maybe that made the difference because we, we sat down with it and gave it some time. And I, and it is one of those albums where. You know, it's not necessarily a head nodder or something you're going to hear on a PA and it's going to and it's going to move you in that way or make you dance or anything like that. But when you sit down and you give it some focused listening, it just has, you know, it's it's like the 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 treasures are kind of, um, you know, they reveal themselves as you listen to it and you go on that journey. Um, How fucking pretentious do we sound talking about this?
3: now isn't it I mean I I mean I get it I mean with, like say like the obituary album which we've already talked about you know you can put it on and and you can hear it and you can start nodding and and I do appreciate that sometimes you have to um not just hear an album but you have to properly properly listen to it um One of those and, and 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 maybe I just haven't had the 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 mental space to sit down and properly consume it if you know it... What I
2: mean. it, it it's interesting you say this because i think when i when i wasn't too familiar with the band and i heard the singles earlier this year or late last year they they were fairly they connected very quickly mm. and when i when i made a point again starting my enslaved journey you know quite recently i've you know just getting around to it and the first time i've really given a go was below the lights and it was very very accessible to me so i know i think this could be a a, like a favorite band very quickly for me but it's just interesting to hear what you say about that connection but for me there there is that connection there this could be yeah generally one of my favorite bands within a year
0: they are one of those bands that they they either hit or they don't yeah you know so there's very little middle ground so um but you know the majority of us loved it anyway so we we'll won't listen to Dave's opinion.
1: Man. And a great arc as well as a band. Like You can go back to their early career and just hear some really fucking raw black metal. Yeah. You know. That's, really yes, that, that's raw. right,
0: Being Black metal. They're not a prog band. They're a black <laughs> metal band. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm raising I'm a glass black to metal that. Yeah, yeah, I'll raise my old crafty hand to that.
3: I, mean, I, don't, I don't know
2: work, what it is, but
3: that, I want to I wonder if that's part of my problem, to be honest, is that, you know, I, I still think of Enslaved as... This uh, you know quite gritty kind of black metal outfit, rather than what they've sort of produced themselves into, like a band like Olve. You know, I've never, never really sort of digged to the later Olve stuff. Although, although I know it is absolutely technically proficiently, you know, out of this world. <laughs> yeah, but you know the, it, yeah. You
1: I mean, there's, there, there's there's still plenty of that black metal. Um... Oh yeah yeah there thing is going on yeah. definitely um and i think we're all going to see them live are we not in the yeah yeah, yeah we are yeah um I'm be, uh, you know i'm hoping that's going to hit us right in the face that night
0: yeah I've, I've only seen them once and that was at bloodstock about 15 years ago so this will be never seen them indoors it's quite a cool venue i think isn't it? so it'll be something a bit yeah, I'm. I'm really looking forward to my, that. My
3: lodger is uh, is supporting them on that tour, and he's oh, really? very, 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 happy. Who, who's your lodger playing? He plays in Svalbard. Oh, he's
0: in Svalbard. Oh, okay, right,
3: yeah.
2: Okay, play.
3: Ah. yeah, he's playing on the uh, European stretch, and uh, yeah, enslaved to his favorite band. Oh well, there you go. That that, that um, works. yeah. Look, I've never seen Svalbard. Well, you
1: two awesome. need to sit down together and just have a night in. <laughs> We, we do often. We do. Oh, it's Saw just a problem. It's like we don't talk about enslaved. That's like <laughs> that's <laughs> the Scottish play. He tries to tell me about yeah. enslaved.
3: I tried to tell him about Hellripper, you know. It's kind of like, yeah.
1: oh, listen, it's a sitcom I would tune into. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, well, funny you talk about Hellripper. Fuck it. Let's go to number four Hellripper, Warlocks, Grim, and Withered Hags. God um, damn. God fucking damn. Uh, look. I like Hell Ripper anyway. Um, the, the, the stuff that's come before has been great fun, great bonkers fucking speed metal, you know. Um, but on Warlocks Grimm, just taking a whole fucking massive step forward in terms of songwriting. Some of the bits where it sort of slowed it down and you got a bit more of an epic kind of thing going on here. It's very, very Scottish in its theme. What a fucking record. What a record. It's just, it's just, just so fucking good from start to finish and i go back to earlier in the year when it was released uh late february early march whenever it was yeah And our voice reason it wasn't all that taken by it but i know for a fact over the course of the year that opinion's changed
2: well i i, I liked it at the start but it wasn't yeah it wasn't a, a quick win for me um and i thought you know i think i might like this if i keep listening to it and Guess what? I do. But I think, yeah, there was one point where I, I think I gave it a bit of a, a two-month gap, I think, with listening to other things. And when I came back to it, it was like, oh, yeah, this is fucking brilliant. This yeah. really is. It It hit me. It really hit me. Um, and, yeah, it's, I mean, you know, the stuff I, the, the two singles that I played already, I'd, I'd really liked. And certainly I'd seen the depth and the um, progression since the, the earlier stuff. Um, but, yeah. Coming back to it, second half of the year. Yeah, what an album. Absolutely. it's Furious, but lots of melody there. Um, You know, very very refreshing and quite unique as well with the Scottish mythology as well. So, uh, yeah, um,
1: I think I think this is the first album on our list that I've seen on other lists, you know, people are starting to 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 put out their own kind of top 10s, top 20s, whatever it is for the year. And Hell Ripper is one that I just see consistently across the board. I just feel like this is an album that's really, really connected with people. Yeah. Yeah. Completely. Dave, you're
0: you're a fan of it, aren't you?
3: Yeah, I, I, I love Hell Ripper. I was, just, I was just checking my top 20 and um, Hell Ripper actually didn't make it. And I suppose that's testament to how good the year has been. But yeah, it is a fucking incredible album. Yeah, I think everything that, 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 that he's doing is, is just, yeah, just absolutely outstanding. I love black thrash, black speed kind of stuff anyway, you know? And, um, yeah, it's, it's, it, yeah, it's just good, fun music. Is brilliant. He's, he's going to go far. And if he doesn't, it's a fucking travesty. Oh,
0: I I think he will. I mean, he's got that, that sort of, that mindset where you can clearly, he's, he's driven. Do you know, what mm. I mean, w- w- wherever that he'll get to where he wants to get to, wherever that may be, he will achieve it. And, you know, from a from a business and professionalism point of view, you know, we, we had him on the podcast right at the start of the year, just before the album came out, and he sat in this room and it looks like a warehouse. It's just full of merch. <laughs> and you can guarantee within about three weeks, all of that was in that room was gone. And there'll be another yeah, coming in,
3: you know, absolutely driven you know driven as a brand a business yeah, yeah. And, and and obviously as a musician and you know i think everything that he's doing everything that he's trying to portray everything that he's trying to champion is fucking spot on yeah and, and yeah. good yeah yeah, yeah. But, the,
0: and, a, and a fucking top bloke to add to that yeah, as well so, I, I couldn't yeah.
1: have said it better absolutely yeah
0: yeah All and, hell of a uh, goat. Yeah,
1: all the goats. Well. All <laughs>
0: goat. and that was the privilege of being my, my daughter's first metal gig this year as well, which she absolutely loved, and she met him and he was really cool and all of that. So although all that just all adds to the fucking of course it specialness does. of it all kind of thing. So uh yeah. Um right before we carry on, let's touch on a few EPs, I think, because there's been some there's been some belts out this year, just quickly go through a few. Mm. Um one I just want to I wanna get in there because it's a bit kind of is it an EP, is it not? We got to talk about All Father. Mm. Um, we love All Father, we absolutely fucking adore that band. Um, they played our show on Saturday, they were fucking brilliant. Um, riffs just for days and days and days. But this EP stroke album, whatever you want to call it, um, a fucking just an absolute fucking banger. Uh, I Hundred percent
1: yeah. yeah. I, I I would agree with you. I think we talked about earlier in the year. And for me, it's it's a great EP. Um, and it just gets better through the duration. So the second half of the EP for me absolutely fucking crushes.
0: Yep. Yeah. Heavy as fuck. There's some great melody in there, great riffs, hooks. And you know what? Live, they were fucking brilliant. They was absolutely yeah. fucking. The guitar tone that came out of that man was just unreal.
2: Oh, yeah. I mean, I was, I mean, I Was shocked at how that venue accommodated them because, like I say, not a gig venue, but even with earplugs, it was just a brilliant guitar sound.
0: Yeah, it was phenomenal. Um, such such a cool band and great guys as well. So,
4: yeah, yeah,
1: no, all farther a band that take their guitar tone very seriously, (laughs) as they should. Mm. (laughs) Um,
0: yeah, I've I've got quite a long list of EPs to be fair. Um, I'll also throw in um chupacabra uh
3: yep.
0: the forty-five lashes that was just a fuck that didn't expect that. no offense i didn't expect it to be as fucking good as it was because it was absolutely fucking brilliant um and i can't wait to hear what what night and uh and how to do next because that was a really high standard to kick things off with um yeah just just a fucking monster um, like I said, I've got loads, but
1: I'll, I'll leave it to you guys to throw yours in as well. Well, I, just, I mean, before we before I talk about specifics, I think it's worth mentioning, and we've we've discussed it before. But like, the EP is perhaps becoming the format of the future. Yeah, you know, we we've talked about like is the album format dead? Yeah, you know, I don't think it is necessarily, but I think a lot of bands are choosing to release uh, truncated um, like EP style releases. For me, I've got Mutagenic Host is the big one for me. Another banger. Like the Genotoxic demo, just for the guitar tone alone, I would fucking champion that. Um, It's up there with, um, I think about like um, Celtic Frost and their guitar tone, that fucking ripping, horrible, like deep, like and Mutagenic Host have got that going on. Penny Coffin. Can we talk about Penny Coffin? Fucking, another great fucking EP. Yep. I didn't see that coming. I've, now, I've listened, like, I've enjoyed Penny Coffin for a long time, listened to their stuff, but when they dropped them, when they dropped, cons- uh, what was it called? Conscripted Morality.
0: Conscripted Morality, yep.
1: yep. Um, that's a fucking world-class release right there. Get some of that in you.
0: That's high that's praise.
1: It is. I mean, it
0: just is. Doomsday. And I know this is one that, that tickled Padre's, um, but I think he may have fallen asleep. No, he's not. He's still with us. <laughs> <laughs> to be to be fair to him, he's three hours ahead of us. It's half nine in the UK, so um, uh, yeah, Doomsday Padre, this EP did it for you, didn't it?
4: Yeah, definitely. Uh, it was good stuff. A lot of good riffs. I had it on quite a. I was listening to for quite a while on on repeat. Um, definitely worth checking out
0: again crossover thrashing it which has been very popular this year but it was yeah
4: and you know some beat downs in it and uh yeah uh again it's like you know i i agree about the eps being a format of the future but you know some of these bands that eps are so good that you just you just want to have a little bit more you know Like when's the next EP going to really? come out when's the, well,
0: the, yeah. the, the acid our ep echoes of the ancients that came out back in april was another one that Gagging for I, a full-length album, yeah. but they've um, kind of gone on a bit of a hiatus. So,
4: um what's that? Is it the that their song? Is it the Eldridge God? The end thirty seconds of that song is phenomenal, and you're like, okay, I can't wait for the album. And then they've gone on hiatus. I was really looking forward to seeing what they would come up with. Yeah,
0: yeah, me too. It's a shame
4: because yeah, there was, yeah. Like, there
0: was a vinyl release coming out of it, and something went tits up along the lines with that. So you know, it's all kind of gone wrong, I think. But
1: uh any others to throw in the mix i've got disengagement yeah. another disengagement, one disengagement formless in a dying world yeah i've got that dry cough name. yeah um yeah as in released on dry cough and it f- like that really captured me disengagement dying in a formless world like if you haven't heard it look it up play it have a great time for <laughs> an, for, for for an ep length of time You know, again, it's like 20 minutes long, if that. Not even that. I don't know. But it fucking crushes.
0: I agree with that. It's on my list as well. Amethyst.
3: Amethyst. Also also on my list. (laughs) All all about Amethyst. And if you don't like it, you're a fucking poser. (laughs) (laughs) I like
2: it. I like it. i haven't listened to it so you know that's
3: my excuse but i will and do you know do you know why it might might be cheating a little bit because it's just a rehash but um the re-recording of bestowal devastation as well yeah, fair yeah, sure. yeah 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 do you yeah. know what i
1: like that's a no-brainer of course yeah that, that
0: deserves that so well, yeah
1: uh, also i want um, shout- to oh.
2: mm-hmm.
1: uh, give a shout out to begotten as well um to the dreary end which tells you everything you need to know about that EP. It sounds beautiful. But exactly. And that's that's exactly the point. It's, it, you know, I, only a metal podcast could appreciate that. Um, <laughs> it's fucking miserable and fucking brilliant. So Begotten, look that one up. Um, and the only other one I had on my list was, and this is, you know, a more established band, was Fu Manchu. Um, okay. They put out A Million Miles Away. So, which was the third um, EP in a in a kind of thirty year celebration that they did, and it's fucking great, you know. It features Neil Neil Fallon from Clutch makes a uh, makes an appearance on it, which is good if you like Clutch. I, I think there's mixed opinions on this podcast, but I fucking love them. Not about uh, his voice, there isn't. <laughs> exactly yeah and i'm a i'm a massive fu manchu fan so i'm happy to go on the record and say that i'm a big clutch fan i'm happy to go on the record and say that so if the two things come together that's a great ep in my opinion bosh just like that
2: well i just want to mention one i mean before being like
1: you know <laughs> <some> apologies <laughs> i got excited i got
2: excited <laughs> it's new no, music it's not- the thing is, me is I've listened to a lot of albums this year, way more than I've ever done before, because um, that was kind of like the goal, if I'm honest with you. And I've done the thing where I just completely overlooked EPs again, um, unless something really stood out for me. So um, I think the one, the one I want to mention that I've kind of enjoyed frequently um, is Impending Triumph. The, the Man of War album that wasn't quite yeah. Man of
0: War but should have been Man of War,
2: yeah. The, the one with the uh sort of Frank Frazetta ish kind of um EP cover, but yeah, it, it, it's epic heavy metal, very very Man of War ish. But you know, there, there's a bit of a metalcore vibe, but there's also a bit of a sort of punk vibe there. I mean, you got one track that sounds like I don't know, Man of War covering, covering AFI. Um,
0: I, 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 I would love to see that
2: it, yeah it, it does it sounds like Man of world covering AFI um and no I just really it's just I've just really enjoyed that EP it's like it's like five tracks although four tracks plus an intro um it's just good fun really. I'm sure
3: I'm sure I saw that in Dave's shop when we were in there yeah um, that's on Jawbreaker records from Sweden again and yeah, yeah. I completely completely agree absolutely fantastic there you go. Yeah, I would
0: forgotten about that one. To be fair, that wasn't on my list, and I do remember very much enjoying it. Um right before we go before we go and do the top three. Um we did this last year and I think we're gonna end up doing it every year. Um, Bell End Stroke Tit of the Year. Is it's, it's probably a default for this every year, to be fair, but just in case anyone wants to throw anything else into the mix, um, that isn't Dave Mustaine, uh the floor is yours. <laughs>
2: You, you didn't put this on the advanced thing. I don't think I, was, I would have thought about it. i not. I've not thought about it. we try trying to be positive. Well,
0: look. You know, you, you've, you've got to have someone being a tit, haven't you? Um, and, and for me, it's just Dave Mustaine and the whole. Oh look, Megadeth are going digital. Look at us, and yeah, you're. And this three is, this is an
1: interesting point because I thought I, I I thought Dave and Megadeth had had redeemed themselves with their bloodstock appearance, which was which was great. Absolutely. Yeah, it was. Yeah. I think. yeah um but then late on we get this announcement from megadeth the megadeth camp that they're going digital it's like well, what does this mean and as far as i understand it it's just nfts yeah pretty much yeah yeah like which am, am i wrong in thinking this is just a kind of of a dying thing that was popular once about 18 yeah. months ago <laughs> yep. it's been proven to be a waste of time and no one's making any money and it's a little bit shit <laughs> And Dave's suddenly popped up and gone. We're going to champion this. <laughs> it's a revolution. Like, can anyone explain it any differently? I mean, what? <laughs> yeah, no, mis-
2: no, you've, you've nailed it perfectly. He's about eighteen months, two years too late to a terrible thing.
1: Yeah, so there
0: you go. By default, uh, Dave got anything to add? So is that <laughs>
1: two years in a row? We, we like,
0: yeah, get- yeah, been- yeah. it will end up just being the Dave Mustaine Award for Tit of the Year. <laughs>
3: No, I, I i i've got a bell end of the year but i can't tell you who it is uh but no I, you can no i can't i really can't um but by default it's um yeah it's got to be big day
0: it's always it's always going to be dave mustaine it'll be dave mustaine until john Schaefer resur- resurfaces and then we'll uh we, we might move on for that but um That's
4: not are we still looking for him
0: yeah, I think we well we may as well be. No one knows he, where the fuck he is.
2: I think he did turn up and did some sort of deal because he's dropped off a new cycle. I think, but well, I think he's. I think they're going to they're about to sentence him or something. But I don't know. I've lost track. Right? Until
1: yeah. until he enters the NFT market, I think he's safe. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but let's do top three. So we may as well. Um, we're in the nitty gritty now, could I'm be inside. anything at this point. Fucking where we've been. Um right, number 3. Uh this is one for Dave because I wouldn't have heard this band if if Dave hadn't been championing them all across social media. We had them playing in the shop as well. Um and it's just a fucking wonderful album. Um which Hazel Sacrament.
3: I can't speak highly enough of this band. Um when I first heard them it just brought me back to <laughs> 80s metal. It brought me back to Iron Maiden. Brought me back to you know proto metal, Wishbone Ash, and um, but just the riffs, the the melodies, the chorus, literally everything. I I cannot speak highly enough of this band. This band were my number two on my list. Mm. Um, they played in the shop, uh, and then later that night they played down at the Griff, just down the road. Um, I absolutely fucking love them. I cannot say enough about them. They should be massive. Absolutely massive. They are fucking fantastic. Get off the fence, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen,
1: just as just as an extension to that, I saw them live this week, uh, well, just at the weekend, and they fucking nailed it. Yeah. At, you know, we saw them at Bloodstock, uh, great set really enjoyed it and then um saw him live supporting green lung uh which again was an immense set i mean green lung fucking nailed it as well but but witch hazel supported amazing
3: perfect match perfect match green lung and witch hazel heaven and
1: hell heaven and hell
3: yeah that 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 poster that was done
0: with with the the devil and that was it's just brilliant Just, just so fucking cool aesthetically brilliant
1: and I want to, just a just a very quick throwback, because we, we opened the, the episode talking about gigs of the year and I didn't mention it. And I kind of hoped it would come up again. I kind of was looking for a way to like get back into it. But Green Lung, at uh, the electric ballroom this weekend, absolutely fucking owned it. And I I can only assume there's big things on the horizon for that band. Like they put in a performance that was incredible.
3: Green Green Lung are going to be the UK's answer to Ghost. Absolutely. They, like they, like they, I, I, I,
1: I com- like I completely subscribe to that.
3: Green Lung are going to be a download headliner. Whoa! There you go. Uh, Listen, I, I, you, heard, look, you heard it here
1: first. I would not be surprised. This is a band that are taking what they do really seriously the music is great the presentation is great the performance is great um i've seen them several times over the last uh i mean the first time i saw them i I was actually playing like we were playing a gig together in a shitty little bar um downstairs in hackney and they were doing what they do and they were good then and then i've seen them just go from strength to strength to strength and that's not just the albums. The albums have gone to, from strength to strength and the performances have gone from strength to strength. And it's all culminated in this this band that are going to fucking conquer the world. There yeah. you go. Awesome.
0: There you go. You heard it here first. Green Lung is download headliners, all
1: right. Mm. Yeah, right. I, right. I think the, the reason yeah. I mentioned them was because fucking witch hazel supported them. They were fucking great too. gone
0: it in there somewhere. Get it, in. Go on. Yeah. Um, yeah. What's the reason, like, witch hazel?
1: Yeah,
2: absolutely. I mean, I, I honestly, I hadn't, I hadn't seen them pop up on Dave's, uh, Dave's feed at the time. I think when when it came out it was on K-Man's list. Never heard of them. Sort the of description. Thought oh, probably should give them a go. Really loved it straight away like the harmonized guitars just plugged right into that that particular spot in the cortex, which just you're going to be right in. And I listened to listened to that album on the morning walk before work, and I pretty much watched that to you straight away and went, oh, my God, this is amazing. Yeah. Any, did anyone know this? And Yeah, I got, got the positive feedback. Not a bad song on the album. So organic, flows beautifully. Um, You know, it, technical, musical, decent enough. Uh, their aesthetic is there very um, cool yeah they very, got, they, they've got a unique look yeah yeah I mean like I said I mean I've said in the past the 70s kind of stuff doesn't quite grab me as much as the 80s kind of stuff I mean we're talking about green lung there I do like the album but it's it's much further down my list actually um I think there's there's songs there that don't quite do it for me but others that really do um but like I say it's it's witch hazel it it just does it for me um, it's my number four this year it's an absolutely
0: fantastic album yeah yeah it is it's, it's great and, and and another british band um which look, i i, I dropped in a little thing for us, just any other business wise and that's one thing i want to point out is what a great year it's been for british heavy music yeah you know, we, we've all got loads of british bands in through our our lists and there's plenty on that aren't on our list that other people have, have mentioned as well but it's been a fucking great year for british heavy music amen yeah, just phenomenal. Um, and I'll, I'll be surprised if twenty twenty four is any different. So, um, right number two.
2: Now, number two. Number <laughs> two.
0: Um, if ever there's a fucking Marmite album, it's this one. Number uh, two sounds like a, an
1: insult from the off, doesn't it? Well,
0: it, well, to a lot of people, this this album was an insult, but it isn't to us. We we look, we love it.
1: <sighs> and everyone, everyone on our
2: list has it in their top top 20, top yep.
0: 20 yeah yeah it's, it's the what it's the one that everybody covers and look look, it's metallica 72 72 seasons like i said it's a mama album so many people have gone you've had everything about metallica this year oh fuck that it's not metallica anymore it's too long it's fucking shit it's boring uh whatever all the negativity whatever you want to say but we all love it i mean me and bean went to uh cinema and hackney to watch the whole sort of preview thing go through the album listen to it and you know we went about we a bit of a debrief over a couple of beers afterwards and straight away weren't it we, uh, we just, just a couple of beers just just one or two <laughs> on a on a wednesday um
1: like i said man it's been it's been the year of the midweek piss up yeah yeah
0: um too yeah, much metal. too
1: much metal mid too much midweek metal
0: too much midweek now nah, you've never have too much midweek now no, it's I'm, fucking I'm, thursday it's an
1: now it's an
0: oxymoron don't
1: worry about it. <laughs> ignore me
0: but no it, it's for me it's a band back on form enjoying playing their music i i just i fucking love this album and i know you lot do as well
3: i i, adore- I, I alluded to it earlier with with a tree, you know um saying another band on our list that just sound like they're just having fun yep this was the band I was talking about I I've been a Metallica fan from day one they they're the hardest fucking band sometimes in the world to defend I'll defend them to the fucking death and um I, th- I think this album is just fucking brilliant some yep. people have said it's too long the more I've listened to it the shorter it gets and um yeah, it's just brilliant.
1: I love them. Yeah, I, I, fucking stand by everything you've just said, then, Dave. I think it's amazing, and and on the point of it being too long, I've never felt that. I like it. Just it, it flows. I put it on, and it's just fun all the way through. It's just riff after riff after riff, and it's all played with enthusiasm. Yeah,
2: yeah I, it's it's that. effortless. It sounds mm. like a band who they know exactly what they're doing and they're just getting on with it. There's there's no pretension, there's no contrived, it just sounds effortless and natural. And like I say, you've got riffs there, original riffs. Um, and yeah, damn good album.
0: If you could all pick a favorite song from it, I reckon we'll all, I reckon all four of us will have a different song. I don't know about Padre because I think oh. he's asleep, but
1: I'm, I am really partial two for obvious reasons like an iomi styled riff so for me you must burn there's an outro riff it kind of comes in like just before the solo and just after the solo that is pure tony iomi and that for me is the riff of this year hello <laughs> fucking hell! all right um dave
3: favorite track um uh, just looking at it now room of mirrors it's, yeah, that, cool. it's, it's that twin harmony guitar at the end that Super Iron made and down it, down down it. It's just fucking, yeah. it sends shivers up my spine. It's beautiful. There you go. Um,
2: yeah, I don't know, but I, I, I think maybe. Don't I'd ruin it. it. All right, all right.
1: <laughs> no, no pressure. I, I,
2: <laughs> I think at <laughs> a push, probably screaming suicide just because the riff that powers the verse. Yeah, That made riff, yeah.
0: After yeah, the actually, yeah. Ah, what a riff, yeah. Um, for me, it was In a the last song, if you know. Mm. That. Um, it, it's, it's one of my favorite Metallic songs, probably since the Black Album, to be honest with you. Um, I know it's long, but it, again, like the album, it doesn't feel that long, and it just all that sort of that spacey Sabbathness that goes all the way through it. It's just, it's just, it just love. it. I just love it. Absolutely fucking love it. So look, there's a reason like, like Andy said, it, it was the one album that we've all got on our list. Every single one of us, all 15 of us, however many of us there are now. Um, and that, that, that says it all that's Testament really that so many people have hated on this album this year, but all of us are unanimous in the fact that it's a fucking great
3: record. I um I I did the launch for it here, and um, it got to probably six p.m. and I had a guy come in here who works at local HMV, and he came down here to buy his album here. Oh, Good man,
1: fucking, like Good I I will drink to that. Fucking hell, that's great.
3: He said to me that um, at midday, HMV get there. Um, Nationwide sales figures through, and at midday it had out outsold any other album physically that HMV have stocked in the last seven years. Fuck yes,
0: I love that <laughs> out. Yeah, drink to that if I had any beer left. i would makes me happy. It it it, it does, and and it's yeah. and and that says it all that there's all this hatred and all this nonsense that goes around Metallica and always will. But things like that means they still, they, they, they just, it's, it's a, it's a minority isn't it? <laughs> one, <laughs> and it's a
1: keyboard. Nobody hates Metallica more than Metallica fans. That's
2: not, that's not true. I think we've got to remember no. the shouty, the shouty people always talking bollocks are a minority. And yeah, it's because really. of a minority that and it's the same in politics. It's the same in any subject. The ones with the, the most negative opinions, they're a minority. So they have to make themselves louder to make, Make us all feel they're yep. the majority, and they're not. And I think most Metallica fans love this album or really like it at, at, at worst.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think you're completely right. But what matters is we love it, and um, it was uh, look, it was close to being our album of the year. So happy days. I'm, I'm, I'm happy for them. I'm happy the fact that they've gone out there doing these enormous stadium shows. Fuck knows what kind of money it's been grossing around the world. But look, fill their boots. They haven't cool. got long
1: left. I I, yeah. I went in and I did the whole I did the I did the double in the cinema. Oh yeah, was... yeah, you did, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> which was a weird thing to do. But what a fucking experience. You know, whatever they're doing on stage, you feel it through the cinema screen, you know, it transcends what they're doing live. And I had a great time. Right. In the Abyss, album of the year. I, to be honest
0: with you, I think if you've been listening to this right there, you're going to know what this is. We reviewed this album prior to release back in the summer. Uh, we had the singer and bass player on for a chat as well. Um, fans of this album, this band's previous record. But this one, we look, we were looking forward to it. We hyped it a fair bit. Um, high expectations. And that's always dangerous when you've got high expectations of a record. It, it might fall flat. But this definitely didn't. Um, And I know for the majority of us, not necessarily all of us, but certainly for the majority of us, this was just an absolute fucking masterpiece. And again, another British band, Earn Feast on Sorrow, one of my favourite metal albums in the past 10 years. Absolutely fucking blew me away, this did.
1: Just a stunning, stunning piece of work. Hands down, quality, absolutely amazing release. So for me, I think what sets it apart from the rest of the albums on this list is that thematically it really captured, I mean, I'm not going to go so far as to say it was a concept album, but there was a theme that was applied to the songwriting on this record and it captured that perfectly. Yeah. And I think in terms of a fully realized concept, it just sailed away with the fucking, like it nailed it. And when I listened to it, it's um it's an incredibly human experience to hear what is contained in this album and that for me just lifts it like above everything we've talked about tonight.
2: It, I mean what they've done with this album is taken so much recognizable and classic elements of metal, you know, riffs and structure and dynamic, but they've just done something new with it. Something completely fresh, and I don't know how.
0: Yeah, it, it, it's, really it's mind blowing, really. And a three piece, yeah, yeah. You know, when I you mean, think of all the layers, everything that's going on in those songs,
2: I mean, was it for me that you know, as I've listened to it more, it feels at times like a classical record. You know, yeah. I could, I'm not gonna obviously, musically, I'm not gonna make a direct comparison, but if you take something like The Planets by Gustav Holst, mm. which has again, it's got this journey. You know this—the epicness, this softness, this quietness, as well bits and pieces when it needs to. And obviously, yeah, this is not a quiet album throughout. But when it does that, you know, and it breathes and it slows down and it before it moves into the heavy stuff, it, it's it's got that same sort of vibe to it. I feel. Yeah, yeah, but
0: yeah. I, I almost, you know, because we we reviewed it and we spent about forty-five minutes yapping on about it, how much we you know, we love it. Um, I've almost sort of lost the words of how much this, this is the one album, right. And this is going to sound really fucking naff, but I've put this on, put the vinyl on and I've sat cross-legged in the middle of my dining room and listened to it <laughs> doing, doing a bit of work on my laptop, but just like, just, just fucking just sitting there listening to it. And it's, it's that kind of album. It's just every time I listen to it, I hear something different. Mm. There's another riff in there. There's another, there's another sort of melody. It goes off in a different direction. Lyrically, but it's brilliant it's got
1: them what what, got what, what what's significant about that is it works on two levels because you can put it on and just fucking rock out you can mosh to it you yeah can, completely you can, it's a heavy album you can headbang. you can snap your neck
0: yeah
1: but if you want to experience something you know more substantial a little bit deeper than that you can you can sit and listen to it and just experience the layers of it and that for me is why it's a number one album
0: yeah yeah Completely. And. You know, I'm interested to hear Dave's opinion on this because you, of all of us, you're the one person that didn't have this in your list. So what do you think of it?
3: I didn't have it on there. It was it was close. so And um just listening to the three of you talk about it, it's, it's very interesting. And especially to sort of contradict yourselves that the EP is the, uh <laughs> you know, the, the, the thing of the future because... I think the thing that we can probably all agree on is that the Earn album needs to be listened to as a complete piece of work. Yeah, yeah, 100%. It yeah. needs to be listened to in its entirety. It's a cinematic piece of work. And, um, yeah, absolutely fantastic. And and to be honest, as, as you said in the intro to it, how fucking cool is it that the number one album is a British band? Yeah, South
0: London, boys. I yeah, I know that, that goes down well with those two, but um, but the, the production's great. You know, sonically, it just it just sounds a bit, and and being like you said, when when it when it drops down and it goes low key, everything just flows perfectly, mm. and you don't necessarily know what's coming next. There's nothing predictable about it, but it is full of hooks. Yeah, you know, there's some there's
3: just, just some proper classic old school metal riffs in there. You can hear um, Mastodon, you can hear Metallica, you can hear, yeah. you know, you can hear all sorts of, of vibes going on in there. It Justice,
0: is... Justice Era Metallica is what I hear a, a yeah. lot of it. You know, you know, the riff structure is, yeah, it's all there. You know, um, and I think they're another one that they're going to go from strength to strength. You know, if they tour hard, they play their cards right. You know, it's they're they're different, but equally they're accessible. So mm. there's no reason why the world shouldn't, I, I can see, I can see the States falling for them. Definitely. I now, agree. But... You know,
1: and I just, I, you know, listening to that, I just think there's this kind of, there's this movement of homegrown British bands that, that just feel like they have moved up a level. Yeah. Earn are definitely in there. Green Lung are definitely in there. Celestial Sanctuary are definitely in there. You know, these are bands that are kind of, you can see them on the world stage.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Completely. And and that's, and you know, what, I, I made a little list actually of, of British bands this year, a lot of them we've already spoken about. Um, Margarita Witch Cult, another one I think we need to mention because hasn't quite oh, made the yeah. list. But I know it's on a cut of our list. That was oh, a great yeah. record. Um, oh. pff, fucking, it's just been, it's just been one of those, one of those years. Burner, um, Death Collector, going back to Wallowing again. It's just, it's just been such a fucking great year for British heavy metal. Um,
1: I agree yeah 100% look
0: there you go that's it album of the year um, like I said if you've listened to us before you're probably not surprised that's what it is but it's just I, I don't know I'm I'm still blown away by it even now every time I listen to it it still flicks that switch and I'm disappointed I'm not seeing them on Saturday but I'll live with that I'll catch them again it's fine <laughs> I'll be I'm away.
1: I'm blown away by the image of you sitting cross-legged on your living room floor <laughs>
3: just in his pants
1: i bet in his pants (laughs) well uh, that's the version that i had in my head it was definitely pants and not much else you know what saturday night while you're there boston (laughs) music rooms i'll do that
0: i'll sit cross-legged in my pants (laughs) (laughs) dining room floor listening to the album probably crying because i'm not fucking there but you know there you go
3: incense going
0: yeah Yeah, a couple of balls of sheer as that'll sort me out i'll fall asleep you know That'd be fun, naked on fucking on the dining room A couple
1: of bottles of and I'm already in my pants, mate. Like there you go. what night of the week it is? Playing with Kerry and I'll still be in my pants. Fuck you know.
0: Mm. Well, th- there you go. That's that for the year. Um, and that's that's it for us for the year. Uh, we will be back in January uh, doing the same old thing probably, but we'll look forward to 2024. Um, just quickly, any sort of thoughts about next year? What you're hoping for? What you expect to happen big releases and trying to think what might be out there there's a merciful fate album out next year
1: potentially that i believe yeah um the one thing that's piqued my interest is is zach wilde's ongoing like zach sabbath project oh yeah of course yeah that one has really got me excited for next year because i you know i've got the the last release they did the vertigo release um was phenomenal all right steady on no, no i'm look listen I'm, I'm being serious it was phenomenal <laughs> and you know they've just announced that they're gonna do what's it paranoid and master reality yeah yeah on, like on a, on a double. Holy on a double. Yeah. fuck that's gonna fucking kick ass right, so mate, be, right.
2: new judas priest hopefully new he's priest. Gonna, yeah priest.
1: yeah
2: uh new anthrax will be at later every year
1: new testament
0: as well i think towards the end of the year um so yeah we'll um we'll cover that in more detail at the start of january but we'll leave it there thanks to everyone who's listened to us over the last 12 months all the new listeners uh all those that listen to us right from the start um a massive thank you to all the guests we've had uh to bean for being part of the furniture now Dave for giving up your evenings for joining us as ever anytime padre for staying awake when it's clearly very late there um and voice a reason for bringing some uh, level of, well reason to proceedings I suppose so um yeah, we'll be back first first or second weekend in January, we'll look forward to 2024 but until that point, thanks for listening and as ever, stay metal. Oh. Merry Christmas, you filthy animals.